Alrighty, 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 alrighty. That was that, that was actually a good Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> that is. You did pretty well, dude. I think that's the only thing I can do. Josh, watch out for your career, my oh, friend. Oh yeah, absolutely. This guys, after you, Josh. Everybody, everybody, watch out. All you voice actors, watch out. Happy Monday, everybody. TGIF. Five o'clock somewhere. I want to thank. Jesus Christ. Let me. Let him adjust. There we go. Yeah, why don't you come sit on my lap here, Matt? <laughs> Later. <laughs> Later. On the casting couch. <laughs> After hours. After hours. Did we show uh, Matt our casting couch? Or? Oh, I saw it. Okay. I won't sit on it, <laughs> but I saw it. <laughs> nobody, like it. Nobody sits on it. No one sits you, you on just, it. You just look at it and you know right away that. You get the vibe of the place. Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, you know, no, you're we, we, don't, we don't sit on it. Yeah. But uh, like you don't sit on a lot of things. That's, <laughs> no. don't sit We're on not a, those types. Of don't sit on a cactus. Don't sit on everything. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Matt, okay. Matevos Nazarian is here with us. Thank uh, you. Or Matt. Yes. As they call you. Or the, the tall, tall Armenian. Armenian. Yeah. And yes. it's, it's funny. I mean, wait, we should say this together. One, two, three. The, the tall, tall Armenian. Armenian. I, Sounds good, right? I, don't, I can't think of a better name for you. Well, okay. Do you guys want the story of how I got the name? So, so you, before you before you get into that, uh, thank you for the coffee, and then uh, he's going to surprise us with the scotch. Uh, oh, I thought we're just going to have melted bro. ice tonight. Yeah, that's what I was preparing yeah, for. Diluted ice. <laughs> well, no, 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 boys. Listen, this is a producers' meeting, right? Yes. As your executive producer, um, which I don't really know what that job is. If I'm going to be honest, I've just seen stuff stuff about Harvey Weinstein. Yeah, and uh, was like, you know what? Uh, me it and all these started guys, from the <laughs> casting couch. You know that, right? Buddy, we're going to talk later about this. <laughs> we're going to move this camera over. We're going to make some phone calls. But anyways, <laughs> no, let's make it. Actually, guys, oh, before we start, um, love you, mom. Love you, Bob. Sorry, we're going to keep it as uh, appropriate as possible. But love you, Bob. Proud of you. He's a big fan of you guys. Just wanted to oh. say. Massive fan. He listens every Monday nice. while he does Beautiful. charts. I'm going to guess his name Thank you, Bob. Hey, Pops. <laughs> yes. That was a wild guess. Nailed it. All right. It. Big fan. But anyways, boys. Yeah, so um six nine, right? Six, six nine, nine, six nine. Six ten. When you walked <laughs> okay, look. We were we were prepared to see a very tall individual walk in through the door. Mm-hmm. And then uh I hear, you know, Matt comes in, Armund's, you know, in the green room with him, they're chit chatting and you could hear Armund laughing, and then as soon as he walks through that door, you had to like kind of kneel in to get in. I look over like Jeez, bro, it's like... Yeah, I, t- I had to pick up Arno so they can... Uh, shake hands. Shake hands and... Uh, I got yeah, we should, we should post... The, we're going to post the picture of them two. <laughs> yeah, because... Oh, there's going to be several pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, jeez, man, it's... It, it, not... You were mentioning, like, you know, people when they see you on the street take pictures of you thinking, like, it might be a celebrity or a basketball player or something. Yeah, I've... I've had to um, several times in my life tell groups of people that I am not an NBA basketball player. I'm not a celebrity. I'm not uh, well, you could anyone be, was taking a picture. You kind of look like, who's that uh, player's name? He retired a few years back. Vladi um, Divox? No, no, no. That was a oh. long time ago. Well, he looks like oh, that. Actually, okay, I'm lying to you guys. You do look like one of those NBA players. I forgot what his name was. He played for he the Clippers. He looks like Zlatan Ibrahimovic is who he looks like. When I had a ponytail, everyone... Uh, but yeah, it was a little too, bit yeah. heavier. Yeah. So they would uh, say you look like Zlatan Ibrahimovic uh, yeah, if you had a drinking problem. Yes, definitely. I, like, I see <laughs> it. Right away. A little bit Christian Leitner, too. Come on, right? Bro. Yeah. 
Remember Christian Leitner? The Armenian version, maybe? Do you remember him? Yeah. Duke yeah, Player? Yeah. He, he yeah, was a 92, player, horrible, 92 dream team. Best, col- the, the best college career, worst NBA career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, I mean, I don't want to say something publicly about uh, an icon of college sports, but I mean, not the most likable guy, right? I mean, they did a whole documentary. But whatever. We're talking about your height and your look. Oh, height and Yeah, we're not talking about your your charisma and everything else, your playing abilities, none of that. Have any basketball background at all? I played, the problem was when you, like, Arizona is not really a competitive state as far as basketball. I didn't have the passion for it. Like we talked about, like, before, I just, it wasn't my, like, to fully commit to basketball, you, or any athletics you can't really have a full, well-rounded life. I mean, you can't just, like, pursue intellectual pursuits or anything like that. As so far you said as Arizona. Yeah. Matt was born... Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. Cleveland, so let's start Ohio. there. Yeah. That's the second guest we've had born in Cleveland next to Josh. Josh was Cleveland. Josh, Josh was from yeah. Cleveland. Remember Rolo? Oh. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. That's crazy. So you were born in Cleveland? Yeah, there's a small, but like, you know, sizable. Philadelphia is a a really good community, right? Bro, honestly, what you learn and what I've learned with like having a public Instagram now and like just posting memes and whatever is there's Armenians everywhere, Everywhere, literally everywhere. And more often than not, the more isolated an Armenian community is, the more passionate they are about Armenia. It's very like, I mean, it makes sense. It's strange, but it makes sense, right? It's like, okay, because it. If you live in Glendale, for example, like I get if you're not as passionate or as into the cause because you have everyone around you already kind of doing it for you. And if you're just constantly surrounded by it and you don't see it, you think of it as normal. You think like, okay, the work is being done. But if you're in somewhere like Arizona or somewhere more isolated, you think, okay, this should be my job to do it. You know, there's no one else but me. And uh, yeah, that's why I'm doing a lot of what I'm doing now. Is that you basically felt like, okay, I'm alone out here. I don't have that many tools or that, like, you know, a great way of helping. But whatever way I can, you know, I'll put a plan together and see what I can do. And you're in Arizona now? Yes. I'm uh, splitting time between here and there. I have a project out here. There's some big changes going to be coming to Hollywood at the end of this year, boys. I can't say too much about it. But hopefully how, if you How big are we talking about? Should we get your autograph now or later? I mean, not my autograph. No, 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 not my autograph. But uh, Will Smith maybe, big or maybe. Who, who are you slapping around at the Oscars, <laughs> man? I mean, Arno, if you post a picture again that I say, and in fairness to you, guys, sorry, me and Arno had a thing earlier on message where I was like, bro, why would you post a picture of me that I took <laughs> in a car? Okay, wait. He, he t- <laughs> said, I, I said, I said, I need a fo- I need a headshot. Yeah. So he sent me the photo of him that I posted. You yeah. saw it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What do you think of that photo? It's it's better than the one you had sent because the one you had sent wasn't clear. It was pixelated. Yeah. It was very pixelated. What okay. did you think of that photo? The headshot is bad. The selfie. It was bad. The selfie was bad. Thank you. Edgar. Bad in what sense? Bad in what sense? You always had my back. No, it just didn't look right to me. It was like, I agreed with the young man. Like, it, was, it just Thank didn't you. look right. But then you fixed it and everything went to normal. That's it. Right? No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Are you, what are you talking about? I'm talking about the picture he had sent you. In I'm the, talking about the suit? Or? No, the not suit. in the yeah. suit, bro. Which one are we talking this about? one. We're talking about 
Okay, let me no, see. No, I want to no, see. No, I want to no, no. see what's going what's on. What's wrong with this photo? Nothing. Exactly. But the suit was. Okay. Okay. He was complaining to me. He was saying, "Why'd you post this photo?" Basically, that if you guys are listening and if you guys are watching, it's it's basically the flyer that we made for him. He says, "Why'd you post this?" Uh, he goes, "I didn't think it was gonna be. You were actually gonna use it, and you wanted me to use the headshot." Yes. Okay. Beautiful headshot. It, it is a great headshot. Okay, see, <laughs> I, I had a, I had a, I have a minor in photography, so there's oh, wow. certain things that I that my eye catches. Yes. Where I looked at your suit and then yes. I looked at your background. Yes. You're blending into it. Oh. Yeah, the suit in the background, I have to agree with them. Besides, when you have a light background, it makes a whole. Yeah. Photo. So okay, fair. So fair. I I tried to do some damage control with that photo that you did send. So what I tried to do is this. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. Show the is there a way of showing No, there's the no way to show the camera. So I cha- I tried yeah, changing yeah, I tried changing the background, but then I was like, you know what? Let me leave it alone. The photo I don't know you- how many Matt. viewers we have right now, but if you use that photo, it would have been tripled. But anyways, guys, I don't want to get mired in this stupid photo. This was supposed to be like a, a quick dumb joke yeah, he's thing. He's not here cuz he's a fucking model. He's here cuz he's oh. tall. Well, yeah, <laughs> so, well, well, let's take it there. Why not uh Tall models. I mean, there's no guys. There was like there. a mission of me. I know we joked that. Well, it's not a joke. I mean, come on, guys. I am the executive producer at this point. Who else is going to get the job and do it for free? Granted, I don't not actually do anything for you guys, um, <laughs> except except as a message after except this. Except bitch and Mona us for photos. <laughs> okay, that's true. But also, I formed the Peria Mafia, right? The group chat. Yes, yes. yes. Right. Definitely. And the Peria yes. Mafia is finally it's all together. It's moving forward really well. Yeah, the ratings are going up. Yeah. Yes, definitely. I give somewhat good ideas from time to time. Peria Mafia was amazing. Yeah. I mean, so... so wait, we only have two Perities here. That's the problem. Who are the other two? He's a boulevard You two, that's it. Harry thinks you look like Nikola Pekovic. I think Edgar looks more like Nikola Pekovic no, than... he does look like Nikola Oh, he's got a sharp face. You've got a round face. And Petrovic? Oh, while we're on that Pekovic, subject, yeah. while we're on the subject of who I look like, whatever, my dad in, um, in the early 90s in L.A. when he was living out here, he would get free beers because people thought he was Vladi Divox. That's they a win-win. Win yeah, he, he was 6'6". Six, six. Oh, yeah. he's 6'6". Six, six. And he'd have the 5 o'clock six, shadow, six, black hair, all oh. of that stuff. Fuck. So then six, when I was six. in my early 20s, I wanted to get into clubs underage. Not that I was ever successful, but I would say I'm Eugene Devox, Vladi Devox's son. Oh. Never worked because Eugene is the dumbest thing I could have said as a name. I wanted to make my friends laugh. But the thing is, you know, you have to take whatever you can use your tools to whatever you can and uh yeah so as far as using your height to your advantage like the thing is i don't want to just talk about my height this whole time guys we have real political issues to talk about real i thought that's what today's show was about i thought all I swear, I know, a small part of me i was worried when i was driving over i'm like i hope they don't make this just about being six foot nine the entire time so, so how did the tall armenian name come about because, okay, the thing is this, everyone knows me, and they don't know because I've gone by so many, because some people I'll say Matavos, other people I'll say Matt, if it's someone from a certain, like, whatever, I'll say Mateo, if I don't want them to really know me or follow me, because I'm like, let me just give them a name that they'll, like, look up and never find. Okay. And then I eventually started liking that name, so I started introducing people as, my, or myself as Mateo. Anyways, it was a phase. So, uh, what ended up happening was people only really knew me as a tall Armenian. They'd be like, you know that tall Armenian guy, like Matt or Matavos, whatever? Yeah. And they'd be like, yeah. And then when I started making memes and doing everything, I, re- I noticed, I was like, okay, uh, the people who... 
and the thing is, the reason why I started making memes and doing all this, I wanted something to be like catchy. Like if someone were to read like a tag, because sometimes we would go. Did look you at, see the meme by the tall Armenian? Yeah, you saw the meme by, or it's not even that you see it by the tall Armenian. When you see like a watermark and it looks like a interesting or like a funny or like yeah. some sort of like catches the eye, even if it's a repost and there's no link to it, whatever, you'll sometimes look up. Well, I would if I like the meme or whatever, because I'm a man who enjoys his memes. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, that's why you gotta tell Di- me what you diabetes want. Diabetes in a cup. <laughs> Literally. How is it? It's good. It's good. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. I'm not gonna say what it looks like, but I enjoyed it. Multiple times I was like, <laughs> what do you want for coffee, bro? No message back. So I was like, you know is what? this considered go. coffee? What is this? That's what he said you would drink. What is this? That was his what was How the this? hell did you decide to order him that? Tell us that. Iced chai latte, <laughs> four pumps of classic syrup, three pumps of chai, iced. Nailed I mean, it. okay, and you, wh- and you, and you, and okay. You who actually, the hell have you ordered this for, bro? You think I would ever order anything? I can't even. So you, 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 you basically this, this was he a did. joke. He has nothing my, to do with it. If my wife ever says, "On your way back, can you grab Starbucks?" I'm like, it's almost like, can you just put in the order on? I'm not gonna go there and say. So I you wanna. just made this up, and they actually made the drink. He didn't. Well, make and it he up. ordered it. But you made it up. Yes. Oh, you did make it up. <laughs> oh, I went with the joke. I went with the joke. Oh shit! All right. yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's it's very very it's very sweet. Bro, it's so how basically, come you got my drink right and his wrong? It's it's iced camel semen. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. Does Arno need that? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> the only person here whose coffee I bought based on because I was like, let me bring your Starbucks order that I think would be based off your personality, like a good producer would. He should know. The what people who's producing what they drink, you know. I feel like I should go make an espresso and then use this as the creamer. <laughs> I swear. There you go. But See, I mean, that's another way of helping. So mine was very easy, right? You just figured this guy's like always drinking simple shit anyways. Just get him a coffee. No, you just seem like that like working Joe. Working Joe. Couple, like <laughs> you wouldn't Joe. even go to Starbucks, but like your wife and yes, kids exactly. make you. Yeah, hey, so while you're there, you're, you're going to be like. You're, you nailed it, bro. So we look like we're Starbucks hippies. I'm like. Oh, let me get the venti. Um, uh, oh, bro. Chai let, me get, let me get the chai latte with four <laughs> pumps of classic syrup and three pumps of chai. Bro. I mean. Arno walks in his real estate office, suit, glasses, Starbucks in hand, kind of shaking it around, right, confidently. And it's one of these, like, ones that it's like a <laughs> color that you're just like, bro, what are you doing, man? Just drink. Like, this is, for me, this is a very... I don't want to use a term that, you know, whatever I'll regret later. So I'll just say it's a very, not something I would order, but it's a cold brew, just ice. But I just feel like even in this cup, even with this sippy cup thing. You have five pumps like of classic syrup in there. That's a shit ton of sugar. It's right a lot there. of pumps. Yeah. Damn. Well, you, you, you know how long it'll take to process <laughs> in this? I've got a couple of syringes of insulin yeah, in my exactly office if you guys need it after. Uh, do you enjoy Starbucks coffee? No. No. We have a uh, much better... Like every like I hate saying this, but like because you get used to your coffee place and then you start saying that's the best coffee. It's just whatever you're used to. I'm not used to drinking Starbucks anymore. I've actually gotten into a lot of instant espressos. There's one with the Oh, oh, thank you, buddy. Oh, Jesus oh. Christ. That, <coughs> that could be What a sweetheart. Thank you, buddy. There we go. All right. Well, that that helped. Very much so. No, thank you, Edgar. I feel thanks like to the audience, guys. Trip. The audience asked me to do. If, this. if you want, we can we can 
get some more books and <laughs> no, stack you guys it up. mind bringing like a milk crate or something else no i'm just kidding <laughs> but anyways um no like and this actually is going into what i'm talking to or what i wanted to preach to you guys because i'm actually getting a lot of messages and i think one of you asked me i can't remember who it was but i'm getting the the, the frequency i'm getting these messages is why i actually do want one of the bigger reasons why i want to come here uh, a lot of people are asking me, how do you like living in Scottsdale? I live in Glendale, Burbank. I want to move out. I want to, you know, leave the state, whatever. And when I first started getting these messages, because, you know, like I take pride in Arizona, I'm like, yeah, there's no better place in Scottsdale. Okay. Like you should well, move What here. gives you the pride in Arizona? I mean, from the mentality to I, I, the entire pride comes from the people. The way that the, uh, like the way Arizonians are, is what gives me pride. They're, they're very self-reliant, very resilient. Uh, my parents have a great sign outside of their house that a lot of Arizonians also have. It says, we don't call 911. And then, you know, it's like a picture, it's like two revolvers crossing, which basically means we solve our problems in-house, which I think that that's what makes a successful state and that's what makes a successful country is by the citizens saying, we'll handle our own issues, just stay out of our way, to the government and you know we'll handle it ourselves and that goes with both ways that gives that's also the government respecting the people and giving them the freedom to be able to protect themselves and be able to like have that mentality of for example now that we know i don't want to talk about uh the past two years and what happened and i don't want to use certain words uh to get you you know the video flagged or anything like that but in the last two years when he went to certain towns in arizona they were not complying with any of the rules and if you were complying, they would actually look at you like, what are you doing? You know, like they would actually like, you know, they'd look at you like you're less of a man. And at first glance, you can look at that and say, okay, that's a very, you know, that typical macho, whatever this and that. But I mean, I drive around LA and I see what the mentality is. And this isn't the Armenians here. The Like this is a lot of other groups that they have that want for the government to handle everything for them and just seeing what LA is like slowly turning into 10 years ago, I would have given everything to live in LA. Like I wanted to live here badly. I wanted to be with the Armenian community, like everything It's getting to a point now where I still want to be here to be around Armenians, to, you know, be with my people. And like, you know, I, I have like, you know, secondary school and like a further education I want to pursue and I want to hopefully do it out here so I could be around family. But now I look at Scott, like, yeah, and I mean this is no offense, but I look at leaving Scottsdale for LA as like a downgrade, and I never thought I would say that in a thousand years, because of just how you have you guys have so much to offer here, but the problem is just every metric of what makes human or quality of life better. Scottsdale has it in spades. Phoenix in general has it in spades, like the parks, the amenities, the restaurants, the nightclubs, the nightlife. It's all better than here, but... The one aspect you're missing. Armenian community. No, not that. Weather? Weather. Oh, weather. Oh, yeah, yeah. I lived in Arizona. Oh, for me. Ago. Oh, for, like, okay, the weather becomes a non-issue after, like, one or two oh, years. Oh, man, it's, it's an issue. Yeah, oh, if you're from, like, that's the thing. If you're from anywhere else but L.A., because someone from the Midwest who's used to, the, like, a humid summer and then, you know, yeah, freezing. From Texas to Arizona, you're not going to feel a big difference. I mean, if you're from Houston, yeah. Arizona's not going to bother you much. Yeah, you'll tolerate two months yeah. of air conditioning Definitely. if you're from the Midwest. But if you're from L.A., 
and it's a hundred. See, the thing is what I like here and what I love about the weather here, it could be a hundred degrees during the day, but at night it'll drop down to like 70. Whereas, whereas in Phoenix or like in Arizona and most parts, not in Northern Arizona, obviously. 110 becomes 118 at 2, 2 a.m. Bro, basically. <laughs> that's it. That's and it honestly, it, it feels like 118 because you're like, Just bro, it's darker. Uh, yeah, it's it darker. Is. And you're like, why am I still sweating? Why does it still feel like I'm in an oven? Yeah, because a but, lot of people could, like me, for example, I'm okay with dry heat. Yeah. I'm not okay with humid heat. Yeah, they, you would actually take Arizona like, over uh, Texas. For sure. No, even air, like, okay, there's a lot of, um, I mean, I would say, I, I say this and a lot of people like give me flack, but it's like, okay, if you're from Arizona, you're not used to how humid even LA is. And the thing is out here on a hot summer day, like you can't sit outside for, I, I can't, you guys are probably more used to it, but I would be, I'm covered in sweat out here in Phoenix. If you sit in the shade, you're good. Yeah. You're not sweating. Cause you're just, you know, it's just drying before it even like falls down your forehead. So it's good like that. But the reason why I would, and the reason why I said Armenians is that's what I'm, what i'm telling armenians here now and that's what i'm messaging people and telling people whoever says oh i want to leave i want to go to texas i want to go to arizona wherever i say bro if we all leave this community if you guys all leave, not me yet but if you guys all leave this community and one guy goes to texas one guy goes to maine one goes to florida we lose all of whatever power political power voting power just that communal sense of like what we have here. What power are we talking about? The thing is this. Okay, so we're missing it, bro. Yeah, we're missing with the it. The numbers we have here, we have no power. Because we didn't adapt with the technology, Turks and Azerbaijanis did. Uh, they will go on these campaigns. So the Turks and Azerbaijanis have been doing this. If you're talking about the social media aspect of it, maybe four to five years. Yeah. But our community has been in LA since the seventies and eighties. We have never come together. Right now, the Armenian community is split 50-50 Democrat, did Republican. You, did you go? Oh, to, no, no, no. I'm did you go to the march? Yes. Yeah, yesterday. There was three different marches by three different organizations yesterday. Yeah. Why? Politics. No organization. No organization. There needs to no be... No central if organization. There's a, if, if there's a divide here... Yeah. And there's a divide in Armenia... Yeah. And we can't come together to be one... Yeah. I mean, that's why a lot of people don't really look back. Because at the end of the day, some people are looking for their future and their kids' future, what's best for them. Mm-hmm. You see what's going on in Glendale Unified School District? It's a shit show. Yeah. By it's the way, your watch says a uh, time to stand. Uh, it's become a shit show. <laughs> what the like, hell was that? Did I miss something? Yeah, you slap it. I it turns know. it off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's become a shit show. Like what why they're are you trying wearing to. Why nice shit anyway? <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead, Ed. Go ahead, Ed. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, fuck Smack you wearing that shit on your hand, anyways. Bro. Go ahead, Ed. <laughs> All right, go for it. I have no. I have lost my train of thought. I have no idea what I was Glendale talking. Unified. Oh, Glenfiddich. Glendale Unified. Glendale Unified. Uh, your favorite place to be. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's basically become a shit show there. Yeah. Uh, you have certain teachers trying to teach kids about certain things where, you know, it, it shouldn't be taught to a third grader to a fourth grader. It's like let the kids be kids. Are they are these kids excelling in science, in English, in math? Are they excelling in all these other subjects that you're going in and teaching them all? You know, yeah, gender studies. Gender studies. Yeah. So it's like people are not people are looking out more for their future and their kids' future. That's why they're saying you know it's become a shit show here. I'd rather leave. Yeah. It's not because of the Armenian community they want to leave. 
It's because of what's going on in the state, what's going on in the counties, what's going on in the cities. But he's leaving this well, solution, though. Well, you, when our parents left the Soviet Union, what happened? They looked for a better future for themselves, for their children, right? We left the country. Yes. Yeah, because there was no future. Because there was no country. It was under Soviet rulership. Okay. So they left. Why? Because it was, okay, I want a better future for my children. Just like during the Khomeini regime, people left Iran. Why? For a better future for their children. People in Iraq under Saddam, I left for a better future for my kid. It's the same thing here now. It's just unfortunate that it's in our own system. It's in our own country. It's in our own city. It's in our own state. It's like, okay, I need to leave so my kids will have a better future. So my kids aren't exposed to things that they don't need to be exposed to. Of course. And that's honestly like the most obvious and commendable reason to like, as a parent, I would even say. So, I mean, if we, if, and it's difficult because of a generational issue that we have, our parents left because I think their generation was much more emotionally stronger than what our generation is. We're afraid of change. Yes, very much so. Look at that. Look at that big migration that came from, Armenia, from Iran, from wherever it was to the States. Yeah. Two, everybody has this story. Two suitcases, $100 in my pocket. Yeah. And three, three kids. Damn, well, we no. came well, hella rich at that point. Huh? There, there's yeah. a big difference, though. Okay, our parents moved from Iran to Armenia and then from Armenia to here, right? Yeah. Yes. Now, in Iran, did your parents, did any of our parents, have the option to protest against the government and flip the government or change policies or any of that? No. No. How about Armenia? No. no. Can you do that here? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. Of course you can. On a local level, uh, you can. If you come together, yes. Bro, weren't yeah. you running for some sort of uh, city council position? No, I wanted to, but I it, it's... There's so it's, many liberals. You, uh, it's not worth it. Well, okay, no. And this is like one reason why I think Armenians have to be more fluid politically. And in, when I, what I say with that is even especially uh, like guys like us that more of the conservative type guys that like right now rightfully so we're taking a victory lap because of their failures but it's a sad victory lap i don't look at it as a victory lap at all i just see the collapse of our people exactly in both i mean we this is an adopted country for us 100 percent, right 100 percent. so i care for this country because of what it offers no, what I mean is... What do we is, come here for? The no, freedom. I, uh, no, 100%. What I, let me make this clear so it's not a, like taking out of context. What I mean by we're taking a victory lap is like I see a lot of like my conservative friends and family doing that. I told you so. You I know, don't that do that. type of thing. It's the a worst lot of thing you don't. can do. Oh, 100%. And it's all it's do- doing is like furthering the divide. Yes. But the thing is the way that... And this is what I'm... Uh, are, you know, this is what people argue against me and I can't, I can't think of a logical argument to hit them back with is... Look, I know when you're not supposed to do that whole eye for the eye thing as much anymore, but we were treated so disrespectfully when Trump was, I mean, talking about conservatives that voted for Trump or who were just not even Trump supporters, but just conservatives who, not that, not that they supported Trump, but they just weren't opposed to him. The way that the country treated a lot of the, like the media and like, like and you know, a lot of family events and things like that. A lot of, I have a lot of friends that go like, dude, I can't go, like, I'm not going to Thanksgiving. Like, I can't deal with this cousin. Even on, on both sides, I've had liberal friends that said, I don't want to see my conservative uncle. Like, it's yes. just, it's not, you know, a good time for me. And, like, you know, these family events, like this. Do you look at weird. the bigger picture of that? Well, the powers whatever. to be want that divide to be. 
to be there. Oh, no, it was created. It's a created divide. Yeah. yeah. Now, this country runs off a two, uh, two poli- what is it, political party system, two-party system? Yes. They have transitioned that party system into the social system, and that's what you get. This is the result of that same divide going into the family where it should never be. Politics were never, ever involved when we were growing up in this country no. until you got into high school. They my, would tell my you My kids as a kid, are in yeah. third grade, and they are pressured to answer why they are not supporting Ukraine or Russia. Because second graders are talking about that today. We didn't have that. When we're in middle, elementary and middle school, America's been at war since we got to this country. Right? Yeah. We've been at war somewhere. At all times. Literally for 10 years, this country hasn't been at war. Other than that, in the 300 years of history, we've been at war. Yeah, I can say uh, <clears throat> two-thirds of my life, America has been at war. Like I, I was, promise you it's more it's than 90% of it. It's more than that. It's more, bro. Oh, I was born it's in... Oh, actually, yeah, you know what? You're your right. Whole Desert life. Storm. Let's put it this way. Your whole life. No, from after Desert Storm to we've been Operation Iraqi Freedom, that little span right there... In my opinion, was like the best time in American history well, as we far were as like still the at war. It's just not advertised. oh, like NATO and like proxy yeah, wars. And yeah, yeah, like yeah. That. Of course, of course, yeah. But around. I mean, as far as that, the news stories of you know, I mean, it it became very uh, like pushed down the list of what you see in the media. But you know, when you always hear seventeen Marines killed in Kabul, or you know, it. For they, what? What are they killed for? For literally nothing. At this point, for literally nothing. It's so not for so nothing. It, so that the politicians can make spend more money. money. Ma- make, make money. Well, make they, money. Well, yeah, they spend money on wars, but then they regain it. These tenfold. wars are yeah. designed yeah. for the contractors to go in there and afterwards and yeah. build back. Yes. No, no, no. Right? There's, so there's, uh, there's, no war happens for no reason in this world. If a war is happening, somebody wants that war to happen, right? It has to be someone powerful to want a war to happen. This country operates off of war, okay, functions off of war. Oh, it's a massive industry in this yes, country, yeah. It's huge. Huge industry. But the issue, look, the issue is that we just continue to talk about the problem itself, whether it's U.S., Armenia, anywhere else in the world. And... Uh, we don't discuss the solution. And the solution is not to pack up and leave. The solution is to stay and, and, and be the change and be part of the change. Yes. Because I, I for one, for example, Florida right now is rocking it, right? Oh, the sexiest yeah. state I w- I wouldn't in the country. Oh, my Florida. God. Okay, well, I would never go. Florida is the sexiest state in the country right now. Did you see a new bill that they passed as well? Yes. With Disneyland? Or well, not only Disneyland. They they oh, passed the the the, f- the whole uh, financial. The basically, it's going to be a curi- part of the curriculum in high schools. In order to graduate, you need to take a financial course. Okay, beautiful. So that's that's all amazing. Remember, five years ago, Florida was the laughing stock of the country, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. There was actually memes and shows dedicated to did this happen in Florida or not? You guys remember that of late course. night. Radio Some people all forget over. what happened with the bushes in Florida, bro. But my my so my question is: Let's say we we pack up and go, or we go to Texas. Hector is inviting all the Armenian community to Texas. He misses Armenians. Thank you, Hector. But what happens when the Santos is gone? Yeah. 
or whoever else. I forget the Texas uh, governor's name. Um, I feel like Florida's a trap. I'm wh- not what happens when these guys leave or when they're replaced? And you don't think that law can be overturned? Easily. Of course it can. Look at the presidency. These guys come into office. They spend the first three and a half years of their turn reversing everything their predecessor Previous, did. Yeah, and then the next guy comes in and yeah. tries to reverse everything that... <laughs> No, it's, it's, piss, it's, yeah. it's a pissing competition. That's what it is. It's now, basically coming in and saying how I could basically, uh, quote unquote, fix what the other guy screwed up. Now let's talk about another aspect of why would you move to Florida, Armand? Just a yes or no, though. No, because I, I, why? I mean, because I, I just told you I want to. I I'd rather stay here, fight, and fight for what my family's built in the last thirty-five. I've, I've lived go. there for thirty-five years. Yeah. I'm not about to pack up and go to Florida. I'll tell you why I would have moved to Florida. I have a feeling Florida's a trap. I look at it this way. The time's going to come when everyone that's in Florida is going to be labeled as a conservative spot, and it's going to be controlled to the max. No way. way. (laughs) (laughs) There's going to come a time. That you are pretty much going to put yourself in a trap by being in Florida. Politi- political trap. Meaning it's going to be like radical right? Is that what you're trying no, to no, say? No, 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 no. It's, oh, yeah. you're, you're basically telling the government that you have a conservative view just by moving to Florida. Correct? That should be... No, you actually want... What's happening in Florida should be the canary in the coal mine, as they say, with... All liberal states. It will be for a few years, but the time is going to come. Or not the canary in the coal. That was the wrong analogy. It, it should be a... Or, yeah, no, it actually should. They should heed that as a warning. So, so actually, I was abiding, right. You got no, actually, abiding, uh, abiding, you got it. That's what it is. You're going to be easier to round up, bro. Oh, you know, okay, yeah. Simple I mean, if round it, up in what? They're going to oh stop. Are you in Florida? Okay. Yeah. All right. You guys can laugh yeah. at it today. Florida, we're going to no, nuke no, Florida. We're going to nuke Florida. We're going to nuke Florida. The guy with the buzzing can't understand what you're saying. Repeat. We're going to nuke Florida. Nuke Florida. Oh, we can't understand what you're saying, sir. Are we nuking or knocking Florida? Come on, man. Let's laugh at it today. Bro, honestly, do we ever think the world today. would get shut down for exactly? If someone two told years. you you're gonna shut down the country or the yeah, world so for wanna... two years, you'd laugh at it, right? Yeah, no, it's not yeah, yeah, because yeah. the time if, will come. Not if you le- read the World Economic Forum <laughs> documents. Did you even know no, what the World no, no, Economic no, no. Forum Look, was bro. before the pandemic? You didn't know. None of us knew. Did you no. know about the World Economic Forum before the pandemic? I no, didn't. not really. Did you know about it? No, I didn't. You didn't know about it, I'm sure. I thought yep. it was a multi-level marketing scheme. <laughs> <laughs> they got us. <laughs> no, bro. Come on, man. You shouldn't. It's actually what shifts a country politically is when they see, okay, because, I mean, if they were smart, if I'm sure a lot of them are, obviously, they got to that position. If you're a senator and congressman who's a Democrat in California and you're seeing half your constituents move to florida they don't care uh, whether they care or not that kind of speaks volumes as far as this is what these people want this is where they're going when people leave your state as a politician you fear that because then you can lose sway in washington you lose how many uh what is it called electoral votes you get yes. and then other states get more but california so, doesn't have that problem 
Mac, <coughs> you're no. talking about the best weather in this country. Bro, that Liberals only takes you been, so far, bro. bro. That only okay. takes you did you, yeah. you did you live here before the pandemic? Uh no, but I was Traffic here, yeah. was bad traffic's been bad in LA for the last thirty years I've lived here. Yes. Today it's worse than it was before the pandemic. Well, today with eight dollar gas prices, and it's, it's still worse than when it was three dollars. Which, I bro, okay, it. I get it. No, this is the thing. What is that? What do you think that means? There's an influx bro, of people bro, coming no, in no, no, as no. Listen, a, some are leaving. I'm not saying California is ever going to have this issue of you know massive depopulation, all this because there's so many industries and there's so many <clears throat> reasons for people to want to live here and work here and all that. But if the right, it's also this: you want the right people. And I what about what I mean by right people? Hold on, let's quickly. Yeah, bro, these Eddie's talking. You're like <laughs> executive okay. producer. Bro. Executive producer taking care of business, bro. Tataka. No, it's respect <laughs> for. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, thank you. What is that? Diluted ice. Diluted ice. Enjoy. That's some good ice. I'm gonna make mine a little bit. We're supposed to usually. I drink this usually neat, but here, yeah, just drink the water. Oh, you bought this guy brought a fucking small bottle. Oh, Jesus! Why are we having so little of it, bro? Well, I mean, that's that's considered a small bottle for him. That's that's a 750 for him. That's more like a 250. So you wanna a uh, with (laughs) things like Jameson? (laughs) Trust me. When you have your, <laughs> why don't you have Arnold hold the bottle so they can see perspective? Oh, so like, not, look, look yo, yo, so that stand up. What the hell is this guys, guy talking I about? I swear with to the... God, I can't. This will slip out of my hand. And Matt's just holding it like, yeah, we're just gonna pour oh, this thing. This is a one point. It's not a one liter. It's a one point seven five. So I'm holding it like this. Okay, Matt. Go I don't know. They are one point seven five. You can see his fingers wrap around. <laughs> This is the first, this is what it's <laughs> uh, John's gonna have a shit show with oh, this. Geez. Oh, by the way, we should, yeah, have a cheers to John. <clears throat> Great there guy. Oh, there we go. Perfect. Our arm. Oh, this is you. This is. Where are we going? Mine was a little more diluted than that, but. <laughs> <laughs> family germs at this point, right? John. <clears throat> nice to see oh, you out geez, there, buddy. Man, that was man we gotta give out some shout outs, man. Levix out there, John. Hector, abiding. All the boys. Thank you all there for being uh, with us tonight. Uh, John thinks they're driving more because of electronic, uh, electric vehicles. John, I, I'd love for you to uh, tell us how they're going to dispose of all the uh, batteries. Batteries, whenever you have time to research it. They're going to send it to Florida and nuke and it. CC Elon Musk while you're at it with that Ooh, response. Ooh. Speaking of Elon speaking Musk. Of Elon speaking Musk. of Elon Musk. Let's just drink to this. Cheers, guys. Matt, yeah, thank cheers. you, buddy. Thank you, Matt. thank you. Love you, boys. Cheers to the wise nuts. Thank you, Matt. Mm. Well, that's smooth as a chai latte. That was, that was smooth. That goes well, well guys, with my look, coffee. The reason why you should always order Jameson at a bar, <coughs> A, because more likely than not, unless they're in, you know, AA, the bartender drinks Jameson, and they respect you for being, like, no frills, like, oh, this guy gets straight to the point. It's a very, even out here, I don't know what you drink. You're giving me a very you're an old fashioned or what is it called? The uh, yeah. Uh, well, recently he I've been drinking. Recently I've been drinking Dalmore. Oh, nice. That's what I've been drinking recently. But uh, at the same time, I'm, I'm switching kind of over to Glenlivet 14 as well. That 
that uh, cognac cask. It gives it this nice, yeah, uh, sweet cognac flavor. Yeah. So. See, the problem with me is I'm still around. You know, Arizona, they don't really take uh, drinking seriously. They take it too seriously, you actually. Still, you guys drink so. warm ale out there? <laughs> no, no, no. Man. I've been telling you. Like, look, I'll out say of a this. Sock. I'll say this. The nightlife here is, sh- I mean, you guys are all married men, so you don't care. But it's shockingly bad. Bro, it's he, Look, I haven't been to Scottsdale in a long time, but I remember. It's great out there. And before you cut me off again, <laughs> let me finish in one sentence. So One. <laughs> one thought. So it was maybe about, um, I want to say about 13, 14 years ago, my brother and I were in Scottsdale for yeah. two weeks. We were there for training. And we, we, were, we were staying at a hotel near um, ASU. Nice. So we, it's a Tuesday night. We go to a bar. Why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just cracking up blood. I don't okay. know what's wrong with him today. I don't know what happened to him today. Take the alcohol. <laughs> he's like, so he's happy. What did you put in his coffee? Yeah, done today. Tuesday right. night, we randomly walk into a bar. I think it was called Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, yeah, Pussycat Lounge. Or Lounge, yeah. It's not and there anymore. Rest bro, in peace. I mean, Penthouse, Playboy had nothing on this place. Like, Tuesday night. Yeah. We're just walking around like, where the hell are we, dude? Yeah. So we got... Bill's Lane? We call our friend Argo. We're like, dude, you got to come out here this weekend. You're, you're going to see girls you've never seen before. You're going to get STDs you <laughs> haven't gotten before? Well, he flew out. The weekend was not nowhere near whatever was going on so that Tuesday So it was night. crazier on, the, on oh, a weekday. That Tuesday night, I don't know what the... But I mean, yeah, Scottsdale, as far as... LA is all bullshit numbers Bro, as far as like... You know what I've heard? of girls. It's all fake bullshit. I mean... I, I've heard the craziest yeah. town or city to party in or state to party in or whatever you want to call it. I heard New Orleans. New Orleans? New Orleans, no, New Orleans is the craziest place no, 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 to party no. in. New Orleans is probably one of the most dangerous. Like, I have friends that lived out there. I'm not disrespecting anyone from New I mean, they actually do know. Like, I'm not saying well, anything yeah, they I, don't know. But I know what you're talking about yeah. as far as certain neighborhoods and stuff. Yeah. But as far as, like, the whole Mardi Gras thing and... The nightlife there and the bar hopping and all that stuff. I heard the quality has nothing to do with. I've been there. I've no, been, no, no, bro. I yeah. went to New Orleans. Yeah, I haven't been there. And I've just heard it's yeah, it's crazy. It's uh, you know out of this world. It's an type experience. Of, yeah. It's a very different experience. But it's also trashy. Like that that whole Mardi Gras thing. It's very trashy. Scottsdale was. I'm telling you, it was just like every single one of them you looked at. You're like, bro. so. Scottsdale or Ve- like, Scottsdale or Vegas, nightlife wise. Well, night. I mean, Scottsdale Depends doesn't have well, the okay, club look, Vegas I'll say this. does. I'll say this. No, I'll yeah, say this. Okay, so <coughs> we had. Don't. I recently had friends. Actually, not even just recently. I'll, it's always been this way. Every time I have friends from LA come to Old Town Scottsdale, especially, yeah. bro. Okay, my favorite story is still that I had a group of friends come out for three days because I, I wanted to show them northern Arizona and, like, what they assume what Arizona is, like Tombstone and all of that, just those old cowboy towns yeah. with a literal tumbleweed blowing across the street. I wanted to see the, have them see that, have them, you know, talk the shit of, like, bro, like, like, why do you live here? This is, like, nothing's going on out here. This is, like, a whatever, like, a movie set for, like, a cowboy. Ghost movie. town, basically. Ghost town, essentially, yeah. 
And on the Saturday night, I always love taking them to Old Town and just seeing the, I would say the shock on their face first. And very recently, someone told me, they're like, dude, why have I never heard of this place? Like, why is this? He's like, why would I even go to Vegas now? No. And there's like, well, I swear. Because, bro, the thing with Old Town is, um, and I'll say this and then I want to go back, because I don't want to say this and then whoever's watching be like more inclined to move to Scottsdale and like bring it around to my point of like the Armenian community here. But the thing in Old Town is it used to be anywhere from like 50 to 70 small bars, right? Just like little bars, nightclubs, lounges, one after another right next to each other. These two Persian brothers came in, bought Axis Radius, bought Cream to, if anyone from old school heads from Scottsdale are listening, they'll know what I'm talking about. But they bought like, you know, the two biggest nightclubs, expanded it, then they saw that, you know, as much as we expanded it that's as much as it's filling why don't we just keep buying these clubs and making mega clubs and then slowly all the other developers started following suit and so instead of having like like it is here where it's like one kind of like theme bar and then four or five blocks down the street where you have to walk to go to the other bar you, you know whatever it's just like another regular bar in scottsdale it's you know what was 50 to 70 small bars is probably now 20 to 30 bigger bars you know and you have your like five to ten like you know those mega nightclub things where it's yeah, like what's the, what's the age the age median as far as the people you're, you're it tool. actually splits if that's where you want to know you're, you're too old you guys aren't too old no 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 no, are, no, no 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 buddies 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 look because i want you guys to come out and visit so because i want you to see it i think you guys should all like you know experience it, see it for yourself so you can come back on the show and you know rave about arizona but the thing is um scottsdale it's kind of like split into two the more adult side, the wine bars, the restaurants, the places where, like, you know, you'd want to take your wife for, like, a, like there's a, I'm not sure if it's open after quarantine, I forget the name, but there was, like, a speakeasy where there was, like, you know, live jazz music, and it was, like, a, you know, wine bar, whatever. It was the older crowd. They go on the right side or the west side of Scottsdale Road, and the kids kind of go on the east side. So, like, that's where all the bars and mm-hmm. nightclubs and everything yeah. is. And, honestly, when you go there and you come here, I remember distinctly when i was 21 that's when i first started like losing that passion and love for like la and wanting to move out here and everything because i was like how can you be the second biggest city in america and have this sort of just unless you're very wealthy which a lot of 21 year olds aren't like you can't have fun here you know as a kid if you're younger i would say if you want to go to school if you want to i mean uh, parents listening to this are going to now no not to send their kids to asu but yeah if you want to if you're a young kid and you want to have a good time i would say there's no other place than like tempe scottsdale but that's the thing it's a great place to go live and get your degree for a while but you need to come back to your community why are you laughing <laughs> john's comments. comments what is john saying <laughs> john's basically bashing me for being short the makes up for it man the funny thing is john is not as as John makes it seem like he's like fucking like six something. He's like basically like two inches taller than me. He's like, I want to have a debate with John Badley about politics. <laughs> you, no, you can't. Don't. You don't. No, you can't. Bro. You can't. You're, you're going to go home with the fucking migraine. No, you got to let John. him. I love, I respect him. Great guy. Hilarious. But you got to just and, let him run. It, but it ends there. No, answer. that's it. It ends there. <laughs> you can't, bro. It's, yeah. it's, you don't it's, go beyond that and want to debate him. There's no debate. You ask him a question. He'll tip so is this coffee it? sweet? Well, the whiskey I had the other day made me piss twice. Well, no. I asked you, is this coffee sweet? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what is that? 
<laughs> and he'll dodge the yeah. question. He'll call you a racist. He'll call you a racist. He's a good attorney. Like you, yeah. John proves to you in a conversation that he's an amazing attorney. Yeah. Oh, the British call it waffling. He does. He does a good amount of. If like John doesn't tell you he's an attorney, you're gonna figure it out. Yeah, Ron. If you, John, if you want to read the comment. You may not want to call me a bitch. I'm just saying. It's like, read the comment, bitch. <laughs> Why don't you read it? Your <laughs> voice. Yeah. Read it out loud to yourself. It'll make, it'll help you sleep at night. Uh, uh, but how did we go from seriously we politics to hot girls in Scottsdale? <laughs> so we went from GC Glendale Unified School District all the way to Mills Lane. Skill, it's guys, still education a, related. Yeah, yeah we're, we're, it's a co- this is what makes your guys' show. This is what I love about your show. Hey, okay, the reason why I loved your guys' show, if I'm being honest, the how, first yeah, time Yeah, how'd I, you get so hooked on it? Bro, so I'm on Facebook. I remember, okay, I don't remember who shared it or how I necessarily saw it the first time, but I remember the first thing I heard that made me want to be a fan of it was, I don't want to say what guest is on. We'll talk about it after unless in case you want to whatever, um, edit some things out. But you were going off on a... We don't edit, by the way. That you know it's true. out there and people could go watch it. You could talk about what it was. Oh yeah, on the Bedros show, on one uh-huh. of the Bedros, like you, uh, <laughs> you were saying selective words. I was just enjoying how you were speaking. Uh, how would young pre- how how do they say it now? You were speaking your truth forward on what you felt of a certain commentator or someone who was like right. writing in. And I'm, just I the, remember what I said. Yeah. I, I said the f word. That's no longer. Loud, you know, it wasn't your wording. It was was it, your was it during when that guy called in and basically was how no, no, long no, ago? No, was no, this Pedro's no, one no, or Pedro's two? Like almost like it a wasn't year the ago. Call. It was okay. Call. Pedro's one. He's talking. No, Pedro's one. We were four. Pedro's one was in nineteen ninety seven. Oh God, yeah. yeah Pedro's we four. Been, well, we've had three Pedro shows. Guys. Three or four. Three? Yeah, three. No, but it wasn't your words. I would say it was more the energy and the way I like seeing. Look, like the thing is this. Like internet has turned into, I want to say blood sports, but it's turned like the what people like to see is people being honest with their emotions. That's why like the Emmys and all these things are failing because it's like, why would I watch this like orchestrated show where every word is you know uh, calculated, calculated, and scripted, and, yeah, scripted, yeah. and has a political agenda? Yeah, behind they're, it. they're actors for a reason. Exactly, they're great at what they're doing. Bro, if you watch any, I mean, it's not the most quality television but the stuff on netflix like the dating show these are now getting so many views and they're blowing up because it's just you know couples are doing the most horrifically honest things what's he saying he likes the guy in the black shirt (laughs) (laughs) why are we all wearing black <laughs> they were giving me shit last week because I wore yellow. They're like, "Why are you wearing yellow?" Like, hey, you well, look we like just an Easter egg. You look like an Easter egg. What the fuck are you talking week, about? Bro? Easter egg, bro. A gay Easter it was, it was egg. Spring. Not hey, even hey. a straight Easter egg. Come on, what's with the gay joke, bro? Well, I, I said I'm not going to use the F word. The G word is more appropriate. Guys, okay, okay, you're right. Becoming more open-minded, more yeah, liberal, yeah, more inclusive, and <laughs> you're inclusive. That's bro, I'm the most shit. inclusive person just because. <laughs> Just because I don't want it tattooed on my forehead doesn't mean <laughs> inclusive. <laughs> inclusive. Well, bro, that's it's the, it's, it's all inclusive. Yes, drinks, food, uh, sex, geez. everything is inclusive. <laughs> <laughs> inclusive. Oh man. Uh, how long are you? In, how long are you in Cali for? 
Um, like he's ending the show. Fucking hey, what kind of question is no, that? No, I want to ask. I want. I was gonna go to something, bro. <laughs> he's like, bro. We found out he's six nine. And no, we stood that's in, how like, he always ends the show. The... So how long are you gonna be in town? You think you're no. picking up on a chick or something? No, so I'm how long are you gonna be in town? I thought Arnold was gonna invite him out for dinner. How, or something. Okay, wh- when? Let me, okay, let me rephrase the question. <laughs> when did you come to town? And how long have you? How long are you gonna be staying? I've been here for uh, about a month. Um, we're wor- I'm working. I'm helping a project uh, out in Hollywood, out here, and also going out. Like I'm essentially going to school too out here. Everything's online, so I'm <coughs> wrapping up a bachelor's and then potentially transferring out here. For Pri- prior to you being here, when was the last time you were here? Um, I think the thing is this, man. I until about a year ago when I started getting like really serious about like actually finishing and getting my bachelor's and not doing this whole thing of like nah like i don't need it uh-huh. i'll do whatever um i was coming like once a month bro like I was. Oh, so you're here, here often i was here very <laughs> yeah bro okay okay it's going a brother's oh entire show, yeah, yeah, the show. It's, it's, you're acting like it's your first rodeo you know we're gonna oh yeah you guys what's he saying this next question should be want to go back to my place <laughs> yeah want to go back to my place <laughs> <laughs> Arnold's into tall guys, I guess. So or, Ma- or Matt might be into short guys. <laughs> what are the other? combination of both? There you maybe. go, baby. Yeah. There you go. But I think you're giving John too much attention. Oh, I'm uh, not. John you guys keep on asking about what, what are we smiling at? So that's don't funny, bro. bro. Honestly, he has made comments in the past where I would legitimately be laughing, like as the girls say out loud. And enjoying, he's like a great part of. He's a great addition to the show. Definitely, because you need. That's hey, the way I look at. He's it a fortnight. Don't you say need that. A don't, give, don't give him any ideas. Don't give no, him no, ammo. You need a villain. Point. I was going to. F- I was going to finish my sentence. He's, he's an impotent nut, but he's, uh, he's, he's a fortnight. Nevertheless, and nevertheless, he's still a nut. He just doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> he's he, there. He's as useful he's as kids on a boy. He's a silicone nut. Laying in the sack. Kick it. You won't feel anything. Kick it. You won't feel a thing. God bless you, John. Oh, John. <laughs> There's been times where John's comments <laughs> might have been over the top. Oh, yeah. Right? But that, I, I think it's beautiful. Now, we don't cancel John, even though John and majority of us here are not on the same side of things politically. Yeah. yeah. We don't cancel John. But no. if this was a liberal show and I was in John's seat, I promise you it would be less than two shows. What are you talking about? The, cam- well, no, the camera turns like, off. Yeah. John turns into the most conservative person in the world. <laughs> Oh yeah, no. I, for a lawyer in California, it's very advantageous Camera's to be off, very liberal. Puts his and, Trump yeah. hat on. Oh my god, I would be shocked. Walks into court, Your Honor. I'm here representing Uncle Trump. Your Honor, I'm here to defend my client. <laughs> he was this far away from the car. He's got back pain. It's amazing back pain. It runs all the way down his spine. <laughs> There's no back pain like his back pain. <laughs> this is incredible, fantastic back pain. You gotta admit, you, you have to Runs admit, all the way down to his post. shoulders, his neck. It's fabulous. <laughs> if you don't believe me, you can kick him in the nuts. It's not gonna be. <laughs> oh, 
abide, abiding says that John's in the closet conservative. <laughs> well, no, the, like, the, the problem is, is like when you put yeah. certain information in front of them, like, like the the, the fucking world can be burning down. <laughs> like everything's fine. That's it's how, okay. That's how they are now. That's how they are now. The way you combat that is you talk them through their own logic. Like that's what literally. Logic? That's Bro. the one class that's yeah, missing. No logic is out the door. No, 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 buddy. Listen, the way that you change hearts and, and i've done it and i've seen it and i didn't learn it it was like one of those things that they like it was a youtube or a tiktok that it was like oh if you're in an argument with someone you know do this and that and i was like oh let me try that out and it actually works you don't just you agree with them but then you ask them okay but then what are we gonna do about this when they go oh socialism will work and you go okay so everyone gets paid uh the same and everyone's treated equally you ask them where the money comes and you from? go yeah no Bro. and then you hit them with okay that's great i love that i love that but what if someone's not, what if someone loses the incentive to work or become a doctor because he realizes like, why would I be a heart surgeon? It's part of the plan. If I can be, you know, a street, like I don't have to put all that time and effort into school. If I'm going to be paid exactly the same or if I'm going to have the same sort of life, I'm not going to have the upward mobility of like capitalism. Bro, or these socialists think everything is fine in Venezuela. I mean, yeah. there's no, no, lo- there's no, 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 no logic no. behind no, no, no. them. You know where uh, socialism works perfectly? Scandinavian countries. Sweden, it works great. Because it's such a like it's a homogenous. A, bro, the, the prime minister of Sweden has come out and said we are not a socialist. Oh, country. they're not. They're not. They're not. I'm saying social. The way that me and you would interpret bro. what a socialist country is, like, are at social values of. I mean, and this is what I always say to a Canadian, I, my Canadian friends, and other people who uh, talk about why don't you have socialized medicine? For example, I'm not talking about actual because we've seen what actual socialism and with Soviet Union and Venezuela and all of that, but even social. Socialistic values. We have socialistic values. Oh, 100%. Social security failing. Uh, all of them are failing. Bro, you know what? There's this one meme. I'm going to post it. Social yeah. security gonna, is much cheaper yeah. than what Canada has. Bro. I'm going to post and it much more well, effective okay, than uh, what Canada has. Think about if Canada had to provide its own national, or not even Can- Sweden, any European country. Think about if they had to provide their own national defense. Think about if they had to provide no, a we lot do of that the things everybody that America no provides. The, I mean, there's so many. Exactly. There's so many tanks, so many fortresses, so many barracks, so many concrete structures where Europe doesn't have to build anymore because they know, okay, America's right there. Canada knows no one's going to invade our borders because the U.S. isn't going to allow an enemy country to come and, you know. Have Canada's it. the safest place in the world. No, yeah. they, have, they share a border with Russia at the same time. I mean, wow. I mean like, it's one of those Arctic... And how? You can... They're right there, bro. Yeah, the North Pole kind of, they're all kind of trying to split that land for trading routes and all of that, yeah. But it's not, I agree, it's not. (laughs) I mean, I know it's not useful land, but it's literally No, it's very useful. There's oil, there's. I'm going to post this meme up tonight. If you guys aren't following the Wise Nuts on our IG page, follow us at Wise Nuts Podcast. But look at how, look at how brilliant this is, bro. So it's basically four different types of mailboxes. You have USPS, you have FedEx, you have UPS, and then you have uh, the brown box. Yeah. Everybody drop. Which one's the cleanest one? There you go. Yeah. Which one's the dirtiest one? USPS. US, yeah. it's basically, it's four mailboxes all side by side with each other. USPS is basically as rusted as, I was going to say, John's testicles. <laughs> I bit my tongue. I'm like, don't do it, Arno. But as, as rusted as John's, Left kneecap. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. <laughs> oh, timing. <laughs> Anyways, but it's it basically shows you that 
things that are government operated, a lot of the times that use yeah. taxpayer dollars, sometimes are abused. The money's abused. All of it's, most all of it is <clears throat> siphoned out. It's pork barreled. It's pl- it's put in. Pork barreling is essentially you put the money into social programs where you know, like or a union or a group of people who you know these people are going to vote for me, and you put it into projects that are completely worthless. Like uh, I remember during the Obama admi- administration early, there was something like a $26 million dog park in Florida. Or like, you know, there was, I, I might be wrong and don't quote me, but there was just so many different heinous, like waste of taxpayer money. Well, Same in do, Afghanistan. Yeah, so it, there, there's a lot of politicians that want to create green space in, in between buildings on Central and Glendale. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's the Completely, same, it's the same yeah. concept. Yeah. Well, well, no, and like you guys are, just look, just look at the, the, look at the s- speed, the bullet train in California. How, yeah. m- how many billions have been wasted? What are you going to look at? There's nothing Untold. to look at. How many how many billions have been wasted? Untold. Shit. I don't right? even know. It's a couple billion, right? What do we have to show for it? You, well, I'll tell you why there's nothing to show for it. You know how where that money went? Politicians' pockets. To all the consultants. Likely. Yeah. Yeah, to tell them that mm, I don't we don't think it's going to work. So Not how bad. how no. do you that that's why to me even Medicare is a great benefit for seniors, but it's completely mismanaged. If the same budget that Medicare has was provided to a private sector, let's say a uh, Kaiser or a uh, whoever, one of these big guys, United, yeah, would be totally efficient. Then you can have, quote-unquote, socialized medicine that actually works. Yes. But the fact that it's so mismanaged is the reason why Medicare... And Social Security, all of these benefits are in jeopardy. Well, no, I, I honestly, I, I don't even agree with that. Like, <coughs> medicine especially, just for the innovation aspect, should never be socialized, should never be in any way sort of uh, have any sort of government overreach or control. You look at, <coughs> like, in my lifetime, certain surgeries, whether it be, like, LASIK or certain even, like, plastic surgeries or things that... Those are cosmetic. Even, no, like, exactly, cosmetic, even life-changing, life-altering, but especially in the cosmetics, because that's not covered. Look how fat, like, look the at the leaps and bounds the cosmetic industry has made and how the price has gone down for so many surgeries based Why? on it's not insurance-backed. Most people are paying out-of-pocket. Capitalism, right? Capitalism. Competition. You should. Competition. It's introduced. When, in I, that, say, when yeah. I say socialized medicine, I don't mean, you know, socialized medicine as in, Everybody gets a benefit. No, socialized means that you're never, which technically even today, nobody ever gets turned away from the no. hospital. There's access. There's so yeah. many different If you go programs, to a county yeah. hospital, you're not going to get turned away. Um, you know, you go to Cedars, you go to UCLA, you could potentially get turned away, but not, not a county hospital. Yeah. But the fact that, see, if you look at Kaiser, right, for instance, if you go to Kaiser, mm-hmm. they pull up your quote-unquote universal record. Yeah. And see, okay, you just had a uh, MRI done yeah. two weeks ago. It's unnecessary for the new doctor to do it because we have access to the guy who did it two weeks ago. Yeah. Whereas with Medicare or government-funded uh, insurance, Paul, Medi-Cal and all, there's no such thing. No. If you go to eight different doctors, all eight of them are going to order an MRI. Yeah. So that's costing... The government the that's counting the taxpayers, yeah, everybody, yeah. right? Look, the one, yeah. Sorry. <clears throat> so my my point is, if that's why I said, if you take the funds that Medicare has, and you allow, let's say, a couple of private 
large organizations, healthcare organizations to control it, Yes, which is what they've actually learned to do over the years. That's why they have capitated managed care groups, yeah. which what Medicare does, for instance, will say, okay, we're going to give you 200,000 lives to manage. Yeah. Per life, we're going to give you $100,000 budget yeah. lifetime. So that's 200,000 lives, let's say 100,000 each. You have to manage everybody's care under that capitated amount. Yes. Whether one needs a surgery, one needs chemo, one just needs Band-Aid. Yeah. You have to manage all those lives within that budget. Otherwise, you're going over budget. But you know what's going to happen is a Band-Aid is going to cost $1,000. You know what I mean? Not necessarily. I'll tell you, no, because you're not individually billing for it. Yeah. It's, it. It works kind of like hospice. The way hospice is designed to work is um, Medicare pays a flat fee. Well, they give you a cap of yes, this patient X amount. Has, okay, and okay, there's okay. a lifetime yeah, 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 cap yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, okay. So you have to budget everything within that. You don't want to order extra something because it's coming out of your pocket. Yeah, that's what I mean. That that concept that. But works. then, and then, like, this is the problem. Like, and I, I only ever really discuss like the more macro, like the more broader picture of like uh, Medicare and things like that because I don't know like the nuances and the numbers. But what I do know, for example, is this like. In countries like Canada right now, Cleveland Clinic is opening up clinics where you go and you pay that you can get instant health care. It's like the same as America right. where there's no waiting. There's no because, you know, there's been horror stories. And, you know, you have friends and you hear these things about, yeah, my dad broke his ribs and like his spine was hallucinating in the hospital. And they go, oh, bring him back in a month and we'll do the surgery. And they go, this guy's literally in so much pain and on so much, like, pain medication. He's having hallucinations. Like, he might not even live a month. But, you know, the hospitals there are so inefficiently ran because of the loss of incentive. And that's, like, the one, like, that alone, just the fact that you have now free market capitalist businesses opening up in your system, to me, is the most obvious. And, like, I don't need to be a – I mean, I – if I'm going to ever talk on like a you know deeper level on it, I should be more knowledgeable. But from an objective viewpoint, if you have that happening in your country and you're supposed to have this great socialized healthcare, to me that's obviously a sign that it's not. You know, well, but the the whole socialized thing, like you mentioned, works in Scandinavian countries. Why? Because it's a homogenous region. Right? Everyone pays in, or not? You know, I. I, I from the figures, but even when everyone would pay in, it was still very efficiently ran. That's why well, in the 70s they had population a big privatization well. of it. It's a smaller population as way well. Way smaller population. The they people there are way the more active. No, it's, it all immigration. comes down to the wealth of that government too, man. Well, wealth of the, the government is also culture. Scandinavian countries are something you can't compare to anything else. No, and it's also it's culture and diet. Well, no, he was about to yeah. say it as well. They don't have like the illegal immigration how many, issues. Uh, how many people are swimming across the ocean to get to Sweden or... Norway or anything. Not swimming, but like the thing is, this is um, as the migration like flows into Europe from like Syria and all these different countries from like you know Africa and all these areas, they're tending to go to the countries, and rightfully so. I mean, it's a smart. You can't knock them for doing this. They're going to the countries where they're going to get the most amount of government hand, not handouts, but like government assistance, and um, they know they're going to be taken care of. Like, they're not going to Hungary. They're not going to Poland. They're not going to Armenia, for example. The ones that are going to Armenia are Armenians or Russians that, you know, obviously need to well, find a Russian-speaking Armenians, country. Armenians, I doubt they've even found them. But if you if you look carefully, a lot of them are, they're in Italy, they're in France, they're yes. in England. 
They're in areas basically where, well, England not so much because the weather in England is kind of cold, but the, where the weather is still nice, it's still yeah. okay. But they're not they're not going to go to the Scandinavian countries. They're not going to go to Sweden or Norway or they're not going to go to Poland. It's it's like freezing. Wait, who isn't uh, as far as people Syrians from the, from the bro, Middle East? No, bro. no, 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 no. If you look at where. I think so many Kenyans and Somalians resettled in Minnesota. The thing is this, bro, like weather to Californians, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's unfathomable. Hold on, hold on. Like, you, said, you were saying Minnesota, right? Yeah. Okay. There's a reason. You get a ticket to America and you basically get anywhere. Anywhere. You're you, going. You fucking take it. Yeah. That's why we've had an argument with people who come on our show and they say, you know, I'm going to pack up. I'm going to go back to Armenia or, you know, uh, yeah, I'm not going to live here forever. But then you go to Armenia and you, and I guarantee you this, bro. Mm. You walk in Yerevan and Abovyan and Izmiat, it doesn't matter where it is. And yeah. you go up to an Armenian and you go, uh, "Hey, listen, uh, I got a one-way ticket to the United States with, you know, all-inclusive, paid for, and citizen- citizenship it. and everything. Uh, but I need you to pack up tomorrow. I guarantee you, nine out of ten, if not ten out of ten, will pack up and they'll be out of there." Well, and I mean, that's more of a reflection on the government and the system that was in place for 80 years prior. You don't think it's yeah. bigger than that? No, I mean, We've it's... We've been leaving our lands. You know why, bro? It's, that, bro? it's the same reason with a lot of what I see is, like, morality issues in Armenia and, like, uh, a lot of the issues that, you know, I, I'll talk about in private more, but, like, a lot of the things that I don't like seeing Armenians, like, partaking in or doing, um, that comes from... It's why, and this is, you know, you're getting into more, and this is all due respect to all different Armenian groups, but it's why, for example, like a high Astansi will make jokes for like, say to a Barska Hive or like, do high chest, do Barsik S, or like to a Beirutzi, like, you know, the same thing about being like Arab and not Armenian. I think we're past that, bro. I mean, we're past that now, but the, the reason why that was like that for 30 some odd years after the Soviet Union collapsed and all that stuff was, bro, Armenians, like high Astansi, that's why I don't put, like blame them for whatever they do in America as far as a business or whatever they choose to do. Because they go, bro, you came from a system where if you weren't hustling your own people or you weren't conning or, you know what I mean, like running some sort of scam or something, you weren't thriving, you weren't surviving. Right. Like they all, every person I know from Armenia, like that lived there, grew up there and during that system, and that's my age now, and they're like early 30s, whatever. Like, yeah, bro, you have to have a hustle <laughs> You have to have government connections. You have to have powerful friends. That's everywhere, if, though, bro. It's everywhere, but in America, you can live a very comfortable life. Like that. Like to me, that's a problem. Matt, it's it's opportunity, bro. You no, have it's opportunity. more. Oh, he's opportunity right. It's here. bigger over there. Arno, no, but, come on, no, 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 no. What's and bigger? You can live in America without even visiting your city hall one time, bro. Bro, you, you can you live could... in Scottsdale. You can work a hundred thousand dollars. Like this is one of the big problems of like living in a city like that. You can make a hundred thousand a year. And live so comfortably. Like, they literally have condos and things that you uh, can buy for, not now, but at a time like $160,000, where on the on the brochure it says resort-style living, where you can go and you could live your life as an American, like... No questions. No quite Like, in a lap of luxury. Making, like, 100000 a year, you're not a millionaire, but you can be, like, that comfortable in certain parts of this country, not L.A., where you have to run around and do whatever. It's, like, kind of turning into that same socialistic system of... You have to have hustles, and you have to have like multiple jobs and multiple like irons yeah, but, in the fire uh, but again, to you know every, be comfortable. Every, everybody's comfortable is different. Hundred percent. So I mean, you look at it as if you're able to live in a land or live in a city where the you're okay with the hustle and bustle. Yeah. 
And instead of making $100,000 a year, you can make two, three, four, five hundred thousand dollars $500,000 a year. There's people that enjoy that. They do thrive off of that. Yeah. Uh, but then there's people that will basically say, you know what, I'm okay with $50,000 a, a year or $20,000 a year with some government aid and this and this is, and I'll live comfortably. It's just every, every, every person's Every person is different. Uh, 100%. This is the, you know, to swing it back to our original point, uh, this is something I do want to, you know, get back to and talk a lot about because I feel like this is like the reason why, one of my bigger reasons why I wanted to be on the show badly and talk to you about this, especially now. Um, the thing is, California, um, you guys are really going to have to fight for this place because I don't see the amount of money and the amount of work that goes into having to live here. I see why, like, so many Armenians got into credit card fraud, weed game, whatever. So many parents allowed their kids to do that. So many kids, so many parents just tell their kids, like, look, forget, not forget national pride, but put that, or put your national identity, all of that stuff, as Armenians, whatever, put that secondary or third even. Go to out there and earn. Make, you need to make money. If you want to be comfortable, you need to make money. And what ends up happening is you see what I call like this Glen Oak syndrome where we're in this like self-perpetual trap of you get a guy who's brilliant, even if it's in weed. I'm not talking about like some engineer or some like, you know, guy, lawyer, or whatever, or like real estate agent or, you know, businessman, the, like a genuine hustler. The, if these guys all like came together, if a lot of these guys that I've seen make it big in all these fields or these frauds and whatever, if their goal was like, I'm making this hustle yet to live comfortably but I don't need a Ferrari. I don't need the newest Lamborghini. I need to make sure Armenian's drone industry has enough funding that we can keep it like advancing and keep it moving so we can rival our neighbors. You don't think you're too far from reality, bro. <clears throat> I, I, I agree with your yeah. point. Yeah. But living here 30 years, I promise you, you're, that's what it does is so yeah. Your you mortgage are, payment, your rent. You, that you're you. thinking about it as a diaspora in Armenia, right? Yes. You take your ideas and you go into Armenia you want to talk about an industry that exists, yet if the government's not going to order that drone, those companies, there's seven, eight companies that have come yeah. up with those drones. Yeah. If the government doesn't put in those orders, you can open 1,000 companies. If the government's not going to let you make those, it's not going to order those drones, you can make as many as you want. Well, and this is another... Right? If your defense minister is sold, bought, and paid for, what are yeah. we talking about drones? You got bigger issues. Well, this is the other idea that I really want to get across on this show, especially in you three, you have the network that you can find some of this. We need, diet, like, a guy, a woman, Do you remember whoever. what happened when you contacted me about, hey, I know this person. Let's put yes. this together. You remember that? Yes, but more important than that, and that, I, I, like, yeah, I also want to talk about the church. Oh, the importance of, nice catch me. The importance of the church. And uh, that other, like, Spider-Man reflex. <laughs> You know, and like, even if you're an atheist, like uh, atheist Armenian, why you should go to an Armenian church just for the fact of like networking and seeing like, how can we help ourselves as a community? Because even if the atheist goes with the self-interest of like, oh, I just want to network with Armenians to make money off of them, like whatever. That's this still is fine that, for me and that's, you. Yeah. Because right? I'm like, bro, if you're successful and then like down the line, you, there's a fundraiser, there's something and you can kick like 10 grand. But there's more it to it than me. that. Now you... By even that atheist coming into the Armenian church, yeah, right. My hope is he's gonna have offsprings. Same. His quality might be horrible. Even the Armenians look. We live in this community where sometimes we talk shit about our own people within ourselves. True, 
Yeah. We talk about on the show. What do you we, mean? Yeah, I mean, the majority of it amongst ourselves and whatever. But we bring it up here. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. The wiseness will bring it up to your plate. But what what changes? Have you seen no, the change? This is, what, this is what it changes. This is what it changes. When you have central figureheads, when you have a man or a woman who goes, or whatever. A person. A person. Um, be the figurehead of the diaspora community. Where you see one today. Unfortunately, well, wasn't Zodis supposed to be that guy? No, yeah, he was. What was his official position? That's what it was for the diaspora. Wasn't no, he? Is Zara doing a great job at it? Um, it that, that's not the question. What was his position title? He never really got anything. Ambassador no, 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 I'm sorry. It can't, be, yes. it can't be. It can't be. And I'm sorry, no disrespect to him, but it can't be a position that the Armenian government assigns you. If this is going to be someone who's representing the Armenian diaspora, it has to be someone the Armenian diaspora elects or in a way says, this is the guy that we, if he says, put money into this uh, politician. is real, bro. But that divide exact. is real. No, but the thing is, this is the divide comes in because of the amount. A, there's certain people that they're never going to see. If you can like give them a list of all the facts of what your prime minister did that you felt was like a betrayal to your people, they're never going to see it that way. Or even the fact that you bring it, they're going to look at you as like, oh, do us dava janov, or like, yeah, yeah, this and that. So I don't even want to get into like that whole uh, thing. But what happens is. The way that you start dividing is going, oh, these are my personal opinions or these are my politics instead of saying this is what's best for Armenia. Okay, like, what about the role of the church? The role what of the church? What about the role of the church? Isn't uh, this, at, yeah. throughout our history, yeah. these are the times where the church has always stepped in and played a major role. Yeah, and now they Our government, yeah. even till today, Armenian government, yeah. the church has a role in it. Yeah. But well, as I said before, they are bought and paid for. Well, and then this is what you do then. So, and this is a plan that I want to actually be public because, A, I wanted to hopefully for, you know, congressmen and senators to hear this, especially in Arizona, uh, more than anything else. And on top of that, it's one thing that I hope other Arizonians, like, you know, pick up the torch and, like, carry it for me because, like, you know, I have a lot of things going on right now, unfortunately. But when you use the, like, I'm using the church as a tool. What's the? No, no, nothing. I'm shocked he's actually drinking that. (laughs) Bro, I can't even believe you're like three quarters. You know what it tastes like? I just it just hit me. Shirmos. This is a drink that I order. This is a drink I got as a joke. I'm proud of you, Arno. You're doing damage. He'll drink anything with the Starbucks logo. (laughs) (laughs) Poor man gets diabetes after this. But anyways, no, I see the churches. Unfortunately, I I say this as what was Eric saying? Harry said the Armenian church is corrupt in itself. But Arno it says cor- it's Pashinyan's propaganda. And no, it can be. Look, guys. Okay, I'm not going to even tell. I'm not, I'm not gonna, my thing is this. In Arizona, what I'm doing, I don't care if it's the church is corrupt. It's not this. I just need them to agree with me that, look, if we go to a congressman and senator and say, I've brought together the Armenian. I've already talked to the Arabic Orthodox Church and the Russian Orthodox Church. They're like, we like it. We just want to see more you know, developed and all of this and that. But I just wanted to get dialogue opened that was the most what's important what's the size thing. of the Arme- armenian diaspora it's not big. it's about rough numbers are like i mean it's gonna be probably more eight now to ten but grand, like in the eight to ten thousand eight to ten thousand right now okay but the problem is you it's see not how a centralized it's not pushed, community there's no power behind that. No, no 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 our church is heavy but this is what you it's it's not a bluff okay i'm not someone saying this is like a bluff but when you approach so the numbers are center, big in politics bro like numbers 
Think about it. The numbers of eight to ten thousand in a state like Arizona. Arizona was lost by ten thousand votes, apparently, or you know, stolen uh, what by they ten thousand votes. So listen, if the they, thing even is this, if it was no, stolen, so someone allowed that to be stolen, guys. If Arizona was stolen, that doesn't matter. That's not my it. no, no, no. That's not my issue anymore. My issue is this: is how can I get ten thousand one voters? Now, if it's 10,000 to think, I just need one more voter. I mean, obviously, theoretically, I mean, you know, 40,000 would be a better number, which that's how many registered Orthodox voters there are in Arizona between Armenians, Greeks, Russians, Arabs. You know what I mean? Like, it's like a sizable community, most being in Phoenix. So, what that does for me, sorry. Take your time. <laughs> Nobody's watching, anyways. Thank you. No, is anyone watching? <laughs> How many we got? Yeah. We have plenty, brother. Okay, Please anyways. like, share, and subscribe yeah. while Matt takes a sip of his water. Appreciate it. So that's, what a, my that's a gallon bottle, by the way. It looks small. Yeah. It is a thing. <laughs> I had to bring it in with a dolly. Let's go for it. I'm, I'm still paying attention to thank it because I got a response. Thank you. Thank you, Edgar John. So what I mean with this 40,000, you reproach any congressman or senator, not in a threatening way, but in a polite way. You say, listen, I have all these churches working together, communicating, you're going to talk to their flock. The same way, you're not breaking a lot. Evangelicals did this with Bush. Like I talked, you know, before we started the show, we talked about this a little bit. Um, yeah, you go, the Orthodox vote in Arizona is unified. If cinema, if Schweitz something, whatever his last name is, I can never pronounce it correctly or remember it. Um, if any of these people want to win re-election, Mark Kelly, for example, you're going to have to not necessarily do what the Orthodox community wants, but it would be smart of you to listen, you know, because that's 40,000 votes. Just listen. Or even, in a, just listen. That's okay. all we need you to do. You don't need, I don't need you to necessarily now do everything for Armenians or Orthodox Christians or whatever, but it would be advantageous to have a few subjects that would help out Orthodox Christians being Armenians, Greeks, you know what okay. I'm saying? Number one rebuttal I have for you. Yeah. Glendale, I would say about 40, 45% uh, number wise Armenians, right? Right. 40% of the populace is no, Armenians. Maybe? 40? Or no, what would you say? More? No, less. Less? In Glendale? Glendale, yeah. No, it's less. Maybe 30 at most. Okay, 30%. Okay, 30%. Go look at their numbers. Armenians are the worst voting people in the world. Yeah. You know why that is? There's no trust. We because, don't have trust. Because unfortunately in this community we've... And I, let me preface this by saying I'm incredibly proud of Glendale Armenians or just California Armenians in general. One of the things that made me more proud and made me more... I mean, first, it's your, it comes from your parents. Your parents have to give you a solid base of, like, you know, taking pride in who you are and what your people did. And I'll always love and respect my parents for that. But the one thing that I will say is more important than that is the obviously the culture that you're around and what, you're, what you find important. And when I came to Glendale and I saw how clean and everything was so nice and, like, organized in L.A., one of the most, like, unorganized, dirtiest cities, you come to a place where it's, not predominantly, but a high percentage of Armenians, and you see how you feel safe walking down the street at like 2 or 3 a.m. You look on the street, it's not dirty, because Armenians demand a certain level of, and I saw that, and I took pride in my culture and my people of like, oh, we demand more, and we demand that our city and our like the place that we live be clean. When you go to Sun Valley, me and my aunt, we always laugh and talk about this as we walk around. Watch it. She goes, no, no, listen. She goes, you can tell a mile away. And I'm talking about like Tahunga and like that area. She goes, you can tell a mile away who's armenian oh yeah who's not 
Because when we buy a house, the first thing is either we have to renovate the entire thing or we have to tear it down and start from scratch. And in a you know rural community that was known for just being like a bunch of cowboys and hillbillies, now you'll see this like modernistic, like you know this beautiful you know futuristic house, you know next to Tom, unfortunately. Tonga and Sunland were meth capital. Yeah, yeah. Of LA County. Yeah. All those motorcyclists, hell's angels, yeah. and stuff, they were controlling that city. Yeah. And now those guys are practically gone. Yeah. Yeah. No. And it hasn't even been too long. No, and I mean, if you look at, at like, all the communities, Armenians are, like, Burbank, all these areas where, like, I, you know, talk to some older people that live in, you used to, they say, like, Burbank, you used to look down on Burbank if you lived in Glendale. Like, you go, why would I live in this industrial, like, you know, there's, it sucks, it's horrible, like, whatever, this and that. You know, that was, like, maybe they had, like, Glendale pride, whatever. Yeah. But they were, but now that so many Armenians moved in, it's the same thing. Like, I would right now live in, like, Sunland, Tahunga. I think it's beautiful now. Like, yeah, sure, you see the... You know, occasional Terrible homeless person part. sleeping in the street. But occasional. We only got 90. But, you know, yeah, I mean, it went from Gl- like Glendale a few has thousand 90, to like supposedly. 90. Glendale. Glendale has 90 homeless people. Is that right? 90. According to a, a specific someone. Yeah. Well, how many does Skid Row have? You don't need to go to Skid Row. Come by my house. There's about maybe five, six hundred oh, on no, the no, same no. And that's, you know, the problem is getting worse and worse. So yeah. it's like it's one of those things where. Yeah, I mean, it's going to get worse before it gets better here. Oh, but I, I admire everything that you're saying as far as the passion you have about Armenia and what we could do. But until things are fixed internally, <coughs> nothing's yeah. going to change. Well, and sorry to finish my point. Uh, the whole thing with being proud of Glendale for everything that you guys have demanded from your city to be make it better and clean and all that. Unfortunately, what we now need to do is we need to demand more from ourselves. And almost make it. And I actually do see it happening. In what way? In what, Matt? Ten years ago, I used to come here. And even my little cousin, maybe it was an age thing. I, I had maybe maybe more to do with my age. But when you're in your early 20s, all of my friends were, oh, bro, do you see this car? Like this M3, this like whatever. And, you know, this young generation coming up, these 20-year-olds, you talk to them now. They are so passionate about passionate about Artsakh and the, our political situation. You're crazy. Situation. It's the opposite. Are you kidding? Are you kidding me? No, you're you're seeing. No, I agree with you on that. No, I Bro, agree with the, you no. on some points of it. Opet, let me. Oh no, no, dude. There, there's points to it. Seventeen, eighteen, nineteen year old kids. Yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. I'm I'm not kidding you. You know what they do? They go to the parents. I'm not driving this. I'm not driving a car unless it has an M emblem next to it. Oh, oh no! You have that too. Oh no, no, no! no, no. I'm not saying okay. that's, that's the other thing in the like culture I'm seeing he's that's ta- actually shifting. About completely something else. Is, Are you talking about culture as far as for Artsakh, for Armenia, for all that stuff? I'm talking about in general as far as the, that materialism. I do see it because of that whole hype beast and like the Supreme shirt and all that stuff that like a lot of Armenians are doing out here. I think because even that street culture is dying in American culture, and, and, it's accelerating in Armenian culture you, because and, there's and more and important you, things and, to do. And I, and I promise you this, and it's sad to say this, but a lot of these young kids, you put, you put a BMW in front of them or you say donate some of this money to Artsakh, I guarantee you they'll take the oh, car. Oh, 100%. And I'm not blaming them for that. I'm blaming So wouldn't you at their age, Arno? Yeah. I would well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, we're we're talking about us during a, a basically a massacre where we're fighting Turkey and Azerbaijan, compared to us when we basically migrated to this country with literally two suitcases and hundred dollars in our pocket when I was a kid. 
it's two different it's two different but generations. The generation he's talking about those is the same kids that were literally on every corner on Glenwood. Why no? aren't they doing on it Glen Oaks. Okay, why aren't they why haven't they continued to do it now? Why are you and I not doing it now? Doing what now, right? Going on every corner. I, I, I wasn't on. I wasn't on the corners in the Bro, beginning. Think to, about to it. Do not it. the corners, guys, but guys, the guys, same guys, fight guys. you were putting no, no, up no. during that war. You're not putting that same fight. Today, are you? You're not. I don't even want you guys to go. I don't want us to march anymore. I don't want us to go sit on Glen Oaks, do fundraisers. That's great. No, I want us to do that, obviously. But I'd actually what I'd rather prefer, having you know previously seen this in like jobs and like whatever, working with like political online jobs. The internet is now, um, and a comedian, uh, a comedian, Tim Dillon, brings up this comedi- uh, brilliant point where he goes, the virtual world is now the real world. Like, the virtual world, the internet, is slowly becoming, not to guys like us, who we didn't necessarily grow up with it, but to this younger generation, what they see online is their reality. And So you don't think we're going to be able to adapt to it because there's... People at our age and that's what I'm who saying. are living that's what I'm saying. on the metaverse that's what I'm today. Saying. That's what I'm saying. But, but As Armenians, if we were smart, which we are, we should be dominating the online bro, virtual space. As far as you're means. You're saying, we couldn't no, hold even on, hold on. fight off those you're, Azeris. No, 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 bro, no, no. You're saying, as our can I say something? As, yeah. Go for you're, it. Say, you're saying dominate the online platform yeah. or online space, right? Yes. As Stepa would say, Yeah. Joe Biden posted something about the Armenian genocide yesterday. Yeah. You had a bunch of Armenians reposting it, taking screenshots. Oh, look what the White House said. He said genocide again. Yeah. You dumb morons. No, okay. Every single one of you. Ukraine went to war against Russia. Joe Biden sent out all this aid to Ukraine. All yeah. billions of dollars. Yeah. Over 14 billion, yeah. What happened Isn't to us? Nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Why are people riding his jockstrap like he's fucking Jesus well, Christ bro, or something? The guy can't put two sentences together. It's a bipartisan thing. What the hell did Trump do for our means? Nothing. No, I'm not saying anything about Trump. It's about See, importance, why, bro. Why does that argument have to come up? I'm not because, saying anything about Trump. I said, this is what happened. Trump, it's like the same concept as when people Obed, said Trump and Obama. It's the same people, bro. Obed, that's Ameri- not what I- American politics, the president changes, but the foreign policy never changes. Ed, you didn't get what I said. What is a, it, a, you can't. I mean, you can't. I, I I didn't say anything about Trump. I, Nothing I about know, Trump. I know. I get. I'm, I know I'm talking about. I'm talking about a. You're bringing up C. No, it has no, nothing to do with each it other. It has a lot to do with each other. No, it has nothing. That's not. You're talking about foreign policy, American. Foreign no, policy. I'm not talking Bro, about foreign no, policy. No. I'm talking yeah. about what are. As far as online based, everybody's sharing it. Why are you sharing? Why are you not demanding? Saying, "Hey, you sent aid to Ukraine. Why aren't you sending aid to Artsakh? Yeah. Why aren't you sending no, aid to no. Armenia?" Well, Do you, you don't know, know the answer to that. You know what? You don't know the answer. You know. You know what the real answer is. You what? know what the real answer is. What is that? We made it so prevalent in our community just to be financially successful that Armenian parents, on a personal level, on a personal level, a b Armenian parents would never tell their kid go become a congressman and senator because Barskahai's. I can speak for Barskahai's. We have this weird thing that we're like. Oh, we're guests in this country because of you know six hundred years of being in Iran and kind of feeling like oh well. But you, you were know. guests there too. Excuse me. You were guests there too. Hundred percent. Great hosts. You were at a great host. Great hosts, like great people. They're right now keeping Armenia afloat in a lot of ways. But the thing is, this is you're not a necessarily. You, we are guests in this country, but 
And I mean, I don't think we necessarily should, but we can make this ours. So you can't ours. say that about America, bro. America, everybody's a host, a guest. Everybody in this country. And that's is a what guest. makes it. That's what makes it okay for Armenians to tell their kids, "Look, I don't want. I don't care if I see an Armenian last name at the end of a movie credits. I need to see Armenian names on C-SPAN, on MSNBC, on Fox News." with congressman senator whatever it is city commissioner as their title that is always going to be our biggest problem especially glendale boston armenians to their credit they sort of are more active that's why they have you know like the music like it's shocking that glendale didn't already have sorry bro i'm not looking at you as much because it's looking, fine but <laughs> they're better looking than i am no, 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 I'm gonna do this. uh anyway don't compare me to arno <laughs> so no the the thing is it's like I mean, the fact that there were people on Facebook when I saw a thing about a Glendale, or or, yeah, the Glendale City, whatever, building an Armenian museum here. What do you think of that? I should. My anger was, I was like, why wasn't this built 20 years ago? Are you serious? My anger was complete somewhere else. No, no, no. It should have been, why isn't that Why are you building that? Why isn't Armenians who have given, in my opinion, I think a lot of the reasons why Glendale is what it is today is because of Armenians that came in and made it. No, 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 because... Honestly, look, if we were a community that, you know what was my favorite thing to do when I was younger? I would go and I'd be like, what's like the racial stereotype of Armenians? Like what what do white people say about Armenians when it comes to like our whatever? And I looked it up and it was, I hate that these kids, you know, it was like one of those like things where it was like a lady complaining about uh, like, oh, they buy their 16-year-old kids, which we shouldn't you know, $80,000 Mercedes and BMWs and they drive around the streets her? going 100 miles an hour. No, I don't blame her at all. That's a horrible thing. But, but we've, they've said a lot worse but to No, us, and bro. they've said credit card fraud and this and that. And like we, But you know what? I go, yeah, guys, like, but are you... Is the, No, I, I would rather Armenians not be in those businesses. I would rather Armenians not buy their kids $80,000 cars to crash around and unfortunately, like, you know, whatever... Uh, pass away a lot of the time but what ends up happening is you realize you go oh if that's the worst thing if that's the worst cliches if that's our racial stereotypes we're not that bad of people if it was you know armenians are all crooks and the i mean sure like there's people that would say that about the whole fraud thing whatever but you want to like and you're seeing it people want to live in armenian communities now like glendale is a desirable place to live it's one of the safest places like and to me it's the only city in la i feel safe walking around after a certain time maybe that's some you know, you're being predis- racist. Uh, yeah. Bias that you know my people are like whatever. You just come. You're just more comfortable because you're I'm out of state. No, but see, yeah. look, the, the one thing you guys have to stop saying is that Armenians built made Glendale for what it is. You can't say that. No, I don't agree. The moment you say that, we didn't make it better, Armando. At the very least, we everybody didn't make it did. worse. Okay, every, I'll, I'll, everybody yeah. did. Every, no, 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 every no, no, no. single citizen yeah. that's a tax-paying citizen that lives in registered glendale citizen has made uh, it better yes. made it better you can see the moment you see we're isolating ourselves that's why we're nobody on this in on this face of the on, on this planet because we constantly isolate ourselves we yes. think we have to be we have to have special treatment we need the government to support us we need so and so to recognize us and so and so to do that when, when our own government, Armenia, doesn't even recognize Artsakh as an independent state, we're demanding the rest of the world to identify Artsakh as an independent nation, right? Yeah. How, how can you ex- expect that? No, you can't. Like, that's, yeah. That, that's, it's like we love yeah. to give ourselves fellatio and, and expect everybody else to join the orgasm. That's not how it works. You no. have, 
What, what have we done to Glendale? I mean, no, Glendale was built yeah. off of the, the, the highest paying businesses in Glendale, just so yeah. you know, is yeah. Brand Boulevard dealerships. Yeah. Definitely. It's not it's not Sarko's Bakery or... No, no, of course, know, of course, of course. Yeah, they, no. they contribute. Yeah. But I promise you, they're not... Their cash dollars are not contributing anywhere near the billions that the dealerships make. No, what I like... Um, what my main point was, I'm not necessarily going to say, okay, like if I did say it, I take it back. I'm not going to say Armenians built Glendale, but we didn't make it worse. And that's, I'm not saying that that's like your, what we should like monitor. Well, did anybody make like it worse? Why, I'm not even, why even make that statement though? The thing is, now you guys want to compare Of course Armenia we made it to worse. Hold because on. Because the thing is this, we have made a refugee. It, I'll no, tell no. you why we've made yeah. it worse. I'll tell you why. The fact that, again, I'm, sp- and, and I, I mentioned this, I think, couple of weeks ago how do you think other nationalities feel in glendale when 40 percent of the businesses have armenian fonts on it it's the same way i feel when i drive around go to chinatown for example that's yeah. chinatown or yeah. no and it's glendale not is not and look no, no 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 my what my statement it's not an indictment or it's not a thing on other races or other people i'm not saying armenians are the best or it's not like a racial statement what my thing was this was the thing of your people go somewhere and the quality of life seems to get better. Like the the businesses they open, the way that they remodel their homes, the way for that like... For the us, it seems to get better. I'll tell yes. you for who it doesn't seem to get better. For example, you drive by some of these donut shops, there's like 18 guys standing up front smoking a cigarette. Yeah. W- what other customer is going to feel comfortable walking through them to go get a cup of coffee and donuts? The 19th Armenian customer that's about to join them. <laughs> bro, exactly. Every, I'm sorry, so, bro, but every Starbucks in business I see is lines out the door. I mean, it's not necessarily... I'm not talking about like, Starbucks. I'm talking about donut shops. Mom and shops, Pop Hops. You know. How many we see, have left, Armand? Two, three? No, no, there's quite a few of them, actually. Linda? Yeah, we're down to like two, three left up there. Okay, love. Why don't you Google map it? My point is... We cannot isolate ourselves. We have to become... See, you saying we're guests here, I completely dis- disagree with that. Our, you were born in Cleveland, Ohio. Yes. You're the least guest out of all four of us here. No, but my you're ancestors na- were born... You're a natural in- born citizen. My you can run for president. We oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. We can't. None of us. What in what other country can you run for president? Because this is how I... like. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying it's... Let me say this before I uh, say this so I don't make Arizona seem like to be a racist state. Um, the one way that I'm described in the state, not in a hateful way, because the thing is this, and the media will say that, or like, you know, this whole weird thing that Southerners and, you know, Arizonians, whatever, the racist people they don't like. It's not that. They actually will mix and respect other cultures a lot more than like liberal Californians and like East Coast and whatever, because the thing is this, we like them in theory, not in practice. We actually go to the same events. We actually like partake in the same things, the same cultural events that they do. Whereas here in LA, New York, I feel like all these races, like Armenians live so insular that I was actually talking to a guy at the gym here. He's like, bro, he, he was a salesman there. I don't want to say which gym, but he's like, yeah, it kind of sucks not being Armenian. Like I see so many people come in that are Armenian that want a membership here, but because I'm an Armenian, they go, do you have any Armenian salesmen? You know what I mean? That, because they really want to, you know, they want to deal or they want, you know, just to help their own people. So I see that as like, yeah, that's a problem. But the reason why I say, not that I'm necessarily guest here. I love this country. I want to be part of it. I want to make it better. But why I say I'm against the same reason why for 600 years we say, it's why when a high Sansi gets mad at me from Armenia and they say, do do set, like, uh, do 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 you come to, bro, one of the most 
painful things I ever read, insults directed at me, was this Armenian girl wrote, who are you to say anything about our politics? You just come here to pick the flowers and leave. Is she wrong? She's not wrong. And that's why, like, bro, legit, it, like, you know what I mean? It hits you. That's so the, the best answer. I mean, I'd well, rather no, no, hear no, the truth. My, well, you're a self-proclaimed no, guest. What do you expect? Who's a self-proclaimed You guys said we're guests, right? Where? No, 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 my point. No, we were talking. Guest part was point, Iran. No, no, no. We were talking about Iran here. No, we're bro, talking about the U.S. The as United well. States, you're a guest here? In... There's no way. In a lot of ways, uh, no. I I'm an American citizen. Look, no, I'm not a my guest, culture, I, I can't live in Armenia because I don't speak Russian. I don't have the same cultural. Uh, being born in Cleveland. I don't speak Russian either, bro. Bro, look, being born in Cleveland, okay. being Barskai, having no idea or reference of like Armenian culture shows, like I don't understand the news when I read it. I have no cultural attachment to Armenian or Armenia, I'm sorry. But that's what I think is the most interesting part about who we are as people there's so many of these do like Beirutsis and these like are like half armenians quarter armenians that you meet that okay. the passion and the thing that they have for armenia a country that they've either never been to or have no cultural reference to i think that's a why like if, if, if i was an armenian in armenia i would say look this person their family's been in iran for 600 years i even told her i go look you couldn't cho- you didn't choose to be armenian you were born in armenia yeah you didn't choose it. I chose it. I could have been a white guy or I could have married a white chick, not Armenian in Arizona. And just How? been like, what's the difference? There is a big difference. There what's is a the massive difference? difference. When you grow, when you grow up in a diaspora, it's like, I'm sorry to say it. And I, I don't want to get any hate mail. And Go there's to third or fourth generation. Most no, likely no, no, you're lost cause. There are European Armenians. You don't think so? There are European Armenians that they almost take pride. I'm not going to say which country, but I've met a few of them. They almost Spain? take pride in not speaking Armenian. Like, they almost, like, laughed at me. France. France but, yeah. like, um, and, you know, Fra- obviously Charles Osnabor and whatever. Nobody likes the French, bro. There's a lot of, th- hold on, there's a lot of Russian Armenians who take pride in not speaking. Uh, yes, uh, Kagzila. Uh, less than five years, bro. Yes, less than five years. Yes, Rusa Hossam. They speak like yeah. there's Even some inside Armenia, bro. They'll come up to you and talk to you in Russian thinking yeah. that's yeah. a higher class of language. So, to me, it's okay, not. Okay, so then, then, then how can you say... Armenians in Iran for 600 years over time made an impact. Okay? We had our own community. We had our own uh, own churches, our own everything. Now we have the same thing here in the United States. Yeah. Except it it hasn't been 600 years. It's been maybe, say, let's say 100 years. 110 years, right? Yeah. What's the difference? I mean, it all has to do with your upbringing. There There are kids that I went to school with here. Who don't speak yeah. a lick of Armenian, and then, for example, m- my kids speak better Armenian than I do. So it's okay. all a matter of upbringing. Yeah, it's what the expectations are at home from the parents and the community. So uh, whether you're in Cleveland, I understand it's more difficult to sustain and maintain your identity as an Armenian in Cleveland. Yeah, but you were born in Armenia, in Cleveland, yes. even though you're an American. And my point is, like, I could have said, like, I'm, I'll say this publicly, I only will date Armenians. Which at, is like, fine. You know, and yeah, I'll, I'll fine. want to marry. But that's I'll, a no, choice, bro. I'll only marry Ar- Ar- an Armenian because it's a choice because that's how it turns in from my kids saying, oh, I'm Armenian. Bro, that's totally fine. Saying, that's normal. But no, that's no, no, I mean, I mean, hold on. Let me, let me elaborate okay, on my, go ahead. On my we'll, point. I'll let you know. And the, it goes with the whole guest thing. 
yeah, am I a guest in this country? No, I'm a citizen. I'm not even a citizen of Armenia. So I'm tech, I, like, I'm a guest every time I go to Armenia, yes. especially in both culture and language. But you say you're a guest of this country as a weird sort of, it might not logically make sense, but you go, this isn't my priority as of right now. Oh, and especially it's one of those things where, and maybe it's a language. How can that you, you say that though? Yeah, you're bro, taking you advantage of everything this country offers you, yet it's not your priority. You know why? Because there are so many. Okay, for example, my favorite podcast is your guys' podcast, and then it's Fleckus Talks, where it's Austin Fletcher. He's one of the like most hilarious, smart. Like About he's Med he Hero has Snare a great. Too. You have Med to Hero like Snare, Med obviously. Oh, God bless them. Cheers, guys. Via all the guys. Great uh, podcast. But the thing is, I don't need. To speak for American politics, because for example, on uh, like on my Instagram, for example, I don't need to speak for American politics. You have to. as you guys have seen. There's the typical no, you liberal. Have to, bro. There's Fleckus. No, no, there's there's do, so do many you know bigger you accounts. This is, bro, this is this is why I was saying that priority is here right now for your future, for your kids' future. Of course, you bro. say you're a guest here, right? Yeah. Why you're are not. you still here? Because, like I mentioned before, I have no cultural ties to Armenia. But hear me out. But hear so me then, out, where? Out, so then, where are you so not you, a guest? Where's your home base? Where do you call? If you're a guest, if you consider yourself a guest in Iran, you still consider being a guest in Armenia, and you're a guest here. Where are you home? Because for me, Mars? America's home. Cleveland. Cleveland. Only this Cleveland. This is all like an ethereal. I don't. You don't need no, to, you, you know can't. What I'm you like, can't. It's because that a, you're yeah. confusing yourself. No, yes. no, 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 no. It's not yes, you are. No, no, you no, are. Because, because at the end of the night, yeah. you, you have to set a certain limit to what you're saying as far as for your future, for your kid's future, for your w- future wife's future. Like, you can't say, like, I'm a guest here. You can't. Why? No, you can't because you live here, you work here, you pay your taxes here. You can't say okay. you're a guest here. I'm not because you guys are looking at it at such a literal term when I say guest, like, I'm planning on leaving. No, that's not what I'm saying. My point is this. When I say I'm a guest of this country, it's the same reason why. Because once you embrace the culture, I'm sorry to say it, but if I say I'm an American, I'm not an Armenian, my grandkids will not say they're Armenian. They'll say they're American. Yeah, but you don't say that. They won't that. mention it at all. Bro, I've lived here for... And, like, the thing is... Sorry, bro. But, like, the thing is this. When you prioritize... More importantly, Armenia's in survival mode, dude. It's not like America where we can fix all our problems in one year with a different political system or like a different guy. You don't uh, think Armenia's fate was written in 1992? No, in 97, I think. Oh, 100%. Was it 99? Was it 99 when Armenia's faith was given up? I don't even need to know like what faith. Right now, enemies are at the gates. That's the most real reality that we live in now. Okay, what can you do about it? Bro, all I... Any tool that's available to me, like the like the Arizona Armenian Church, the Orthodox churches, social media, Twitter, okay. anything that comes to your hand. I'm not a millionaire guy yet, but working uh, on it, working on <laughs> it, working on it, working diligently. Just but pay, the problem pay is pay your taxes and take advantage of the country here. Exactly. No, 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 no. The thing is, you. I'll always love, and I always will say it. I'll, I'm like, look, I'm a Rambo conservative. Like, I grew up when America was like Rambo, John Wayne. Like, it was badass to be here. You lo- you wanted to be American. You were proud of what this country did. But then it turned into when I started my social media and everything. I stopped myself from writing about American politics because I go, a, there's so many bigger. I only have like three thousand followers, dude. And the thing is this, the amount of non-Armenians I have that follow me is actually almost even to how many Armenians follow me. 
So I go, if I start talking about American and become another, like, not that they're they're the best and they're, like, guys that are going to be the future of the Republican Party, guys like Fleckus, guys like Typical Liberal, R.C. Maxwell, like, these guys are literally going to be, through their memes and, like, jokes online and whatever, they're leading the current thought of, like, what the conservative party is. And I don't need to talk about it because I have people that are already doing it that are so much better at it than me. There is no one speaking from a masculine standpoint for Armenians. It's all of Instagram is a liberal viewpoint or it's a feminist and I'm not going to say anti-male, but like a lot of the stuff I see, like I'll be like, oh, cool. I want to follow this uh, one page. I'm not going to mention any names, but like one post will be about like Armenian genocide recognition. The next will be like as an Armenian finding your your uh, your armenian vagina and you or something it'll be like some sort of painting or some sort of thing or like whatever where i'll be like this doesn't seem like i like uh, god bless you know do what you're gonna do i'm not gonna report or follow i'm just gonna unfollow or like whatever let, let me ask you a question uh, yeah i don't mean to cut you out but let me ask you a question there because yes. i think and i i disagree with your approach i'll tell you why mm. because anytime i think you do something mm-hmm. you have to look at it from somebody else's lens of course okay so if Right now, we hear a lot of stories about millions of people being in concentration camps in China, right? Yeah, the Younger Turks, yeah. Have you ever posted anything about it? That's no. No, because I'm, posting, I'm too busy posting about Artsakh. Okay, but you see your followers could give a flying fuck about Artsakh. You know why? Because you have to, first and foremost, respect, validate the country that you live in. I do. Okay? I do. And you have yeah. to do that by showing that, okay, I support this bill, that bill, whatever type of local American politics of you course, want to discuss. Yes, yeah. And then bring in a little bit of Artsakh, a little bit of other things. Because right now, if somebody po- some Chinese guy you follow posts about China or some guy in Yemen posts about Yemen, you're not going to No, no, no. I, d- I completely disagree. It. Bro, the amount of, and I could pull it up after the show and like... The amount of Indians, Iranians, British people, like the the most, like literally two days, three days, when it was the Armenian genocide thing, mm-hmm. uh, my Uruguayan, you know, friend, guy yeah. I met on Instagram, whatever, um, not Armenian at all, straight up Uruguayan, saw my posts, started getting interested in art, because, like, you know, it was like an anti-Turkish one that it happened to pop up on his whatever Saw it, liked it, started following me, and now he goes. He like he posts. He sent me videos. Maybe of you're them. looking at it wrong. Did you guys way, bro? see the video that I posted? What if because you know someone that's Armenian from Uruguay? Because there's a big community in Ar- Armenians. Yeah, majority of them already looking and sounding you like uh, Uruguayan, right? So. No, no, he's are, not. You not. Arme- I asked him. I was like, "Are you Armenian?" He might have yeah. friends that are Armenian. So oh, no. that's why that's it could be thing. near No, I know, I know, I know. It, it could be near and dear to him, but the thing is this is because he sent me that video, I haven't seen that video posted anywhere else of them rolling up Ataturk and um, Erdogan's posters. Like, I, they, everyone was focused on that guy doing the, the MP doing the Grey Wolf symbol. No one was focused on this guy, like the embassy having to take down an Erdogan and an Ataturk. Like, that... I was like, dude, that was a victory for us. Why is that not being discussed? Because anyway, our, like, po- our politicians, our media, everyone is bought and paid for. Yeah, and they want to make us. They want to make us into. I'm, you know, Look, I'm not trying to get into. Have globalist. you seen what Ospar's news posts, bro? Yeah, it's all victimhood. Like we're victims. Besides and the yeah. victimhood, they'll post about something that happened four days ago and say breaking news. What the? Don't. 
just don't post anything. Don't yeah. exist. And this is what our people are going to be using as media. Well, bro, and it's this not is even, media, it doesn't even stop there. All of the, <laughs> a lot of the big, I, I'm not going to obviously name names because I don't want them like whatever uh, going after me because some of them do. But all the big Instagram pages, and this is literally why I started making and like posting and making my sh- like stuff public and like almost fighting back without fighting back. But I'm noticing every single big Armenian meme page, all their memes skew very liberal, very like, sorry to say it, to use a term beta. Like they're not um, something that like, if you want to reawaken this like masculine identity in Armenian men on the pure thing of like, dude, we're like, we're in for a fight now. If are you we are going to survive, we're in for a fight. Are you ready to fight? Me personally? Yeah. No, but I'll go. I See? have no, I'm physically maybe ready. Mentally, I'm not. I have no military experience. I would be lying to you if I said, yeah, I can I mean, go and I can not, fight. You're, you're not physically or mentally ready then? No, exactly. Yes. No, I mean like in the sense of like I exercise and I do all of that. Like I keep myself whatever, but it's not like in the sense of like, yeah, military. Like I can you show up and there's going to be You may be ready things. militarily. You may actually be ready physically. Yeah. But when you get to that front line, and I'm not even talking. Are about, you accepted yeah. by the people you're standing next to? To maybe, help? maybe not. And I'm not even necessarily talking about fighting militarily. You know, we had nurses that left here and went and took part in the oh, war. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they came out, came back devastated at oh, how my God, they yeah. were treated by our own people. Oh yeah, oh okay? yeah. I'm not. I'm not uh, Listen, saying that we were the diaspora could yeah. be as strong. As the Armenian government allows it to be, right? We don't even have a vote in Armenia. No, the Ar- the Armenian diaspora can make themselves as strong as they want to be. We don't need Armenia to come in. And- no, or, or uh, Edgar, look. Okay, you can make anything you want. If you and I go sit down in my, you know, backyard and make a drone. Yeah. That's all it is. It's just a drone you're going to make in our backyard. You can't get that to Armia. You, you might can be watch able- the neighbors. That's it. You're going to okay, see so the neighbors and you the, can get a $200 the, drone. Edgar and do John, I don't mean this to be disrespectful. So what's your solution? Radical. Just, I'm sorry. Mine we just sit and like, do nothing. You know what I mean? Like, no, or, no, no. no I'm well, down he, with he, radical he, ideas. His solution <laughs> is a nuke. Yeah, Edgar's like, let the nukes rain in. Listen, bro. We're at a point where our backs are against the wall. As no, it's mean. not. No, it's of not. Of course it is. And we're not in a look, dire look where, where we you're need at, to... Bro. Do you bro. Keep, have, you, have you thought about the repercussions of that? Have you thought about... Yeah. Like, or, no, no, no. I'm not saying... Or you, or you listen, just want to be cool tr- for 30 seconds what, and just what nuke and country then... country has... Edgar's in the one, United States. Bro. Fucking nuke. Only one country has ever used a nuke. We're living in that country. After we nuke Japan... Yeah. America's fucking okay, level yeah. of balls went up here, oh, bro. Oh, so if Armenia well, right? does we that. I'm not saying use... Had... I'm, not, I'm never going to say I want Armenia to nuke nothing. No. Have it. Have it. That I agree. No. Have it. That That's I agree it. With. No, I mean, it's... Bro, gonna, yeah. North, North Korea has been looked at. We're going to go back to this. Okay. Of course. The rocket man, whatever you want to call but it. No one's going into North Korea and touching their zone. There's nothing, to see in North, there's nothing to see in North Korea, what? bro. Well, well, People on, are starving. Bro. Come on, He's man. right about the nuke. That's why they're afraid. But it's also because we have no access to anything. And what are you going to go invade what? Like I never said invade anything, brother. Being prepared is enough to protect yourself. Are you going to yeah. compare North no, Korea's okay. army to... No, not even close. But no, not, but no, hold no, on, no, but no, no. Hold on, but not, Edgar, not only that, man, but... Okay, Listen, you're saying, bro, you're saying, all these countries you're that have nukes. load up on nukes, right? Armenia loads up on nukes, right? If Armenia nukes 
Turkey Bro, or, or Azerbaijan, they're nuking themselves. Same thing with Turkey. Turkey's uh, threatening to nuke. So it's me, basically a, a giant nuke game nuke of chicken. Basically, too far. No, Please guys, don't look. Use the okay, word. This is. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously. That's a good one. Don't use the N word, bro. I'm not, I never. Okay, bro, no, 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 if listen, anyone listen, out listen. there thinks I've ever said let's use nukes, no, I'm not for you using nukes. To, to I'm have for it. having nukes. That's oh. two it's a giant game of chicken. That's what you're playing. Yes, you okay. have to be able to play. Look, okay, okay guys, my one because uh, I think we got we let this get away from us. We got we let passions get involved, and we went like way too off topic. You know, you're not on the view, right? No. Uh, yeah. You've been. You haven't name dropped anybody today. I don't want to mention any names. I don't want to mention. I don't any mean names. to be disrespectful. That's the whole point of the show is to be disrespectful. <laughs> You're on the <laughs> wise list. Don't <laughs> say I don't want to be disrespectful. We're disrespectful. Well, bro, like I have. The only know. disclaimer you can make is I'm not a medical professional. Go get that vagine checked out. Vagine. <laughs> yeah, John. Go get it checked out. No, uh, the, only, the only reason why is, and I'll say this, the only reason I don't want to mention, the people that I'm talking about literally start campaigns against other Armenians who disagree with them. Yeah, of course they well, do. It, happen, bro, it happened to us, man. It happened said, to us. That's why I was yeah. saying it, there's we have there's internally a bigger problem than there is anything No, there else. is massive. So that's why you never say, oh, we need to all vote this one way we should all be republican we should all be democrat that's actually very stupid because you don't want your no, party it's, you not, be it's not about republican or democrat it's about what's best for our people exactly thank that's you. what it's about thank but you. there is no when you look at it like that the way when you say it's best for our people they go well in what way and then and then they try to mix in democrat republican liberal libertarian all this bullshit it's like no dude what's best for our people what will benefit us yes like i was i mentioned Yesterday, there was three different, per- I was going to say parades, Jesus Christ. There was three marches. different marches, marches yeah. three different yeah. marches yeah. at three different locations. And, I'm, and, uh, and it's so sad that uh, somebody went live on one of them yeah. and I was watching it. Bro, it's it's a it's a fucking. There's a concert going on, bro. They're yeah. singing. They're they're ch- yeah. they're, it, they're, singing. they're using it as an opportunity to like as it's a like, talent it's show. Like, what, yeah, yeah. Like, it's, it's like what, what are you guys doing? Are what you guys doing no, anything I, better than they're doing or and not? That's why. That's bro, why. Let's not talk the bad. If you're not gonna fix it, don't just call out the bad. What do you see that you can fix there, Edgar? You know how you uh, fix right. it. Like I said. You start to have you, you. We can't just have this unorganized thing of like these people do this, these people do that. You need to have men and women step up and be like, we're going to be the leaders. We're going to make the decisions for the diaspora. We have. If We've you let the to- ARF do no, no, that no, no, for no, years. No, 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 no. You don't let organizations. That's the problem. That's the problem right You there. need individuals. Individuals are what gets things done. Organizations aren't. Because when it's organizations, accountability is passed around. So that's wh- why. who would you vote to be that individual? You have... There are so do do many elections? brilliant Armenian doctors, economists, people who know. Like, so, what so let's call somebody out right now. Who who would you name? Who would you want to lead that charge? Who do you see? You know the community already. Because, Honestly, because, because what I was suggesting don't, yesterday I know is, you're going to say it, but don't say it. If you're going to say wiseness, don't say it. No, he's Because <laughs> no, he's considering listening himself. Listen, 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 listen. Donald Trump became president. You know how? I don't give a shit, really, but go ahead. Because he knew people don't want to be led by, like, Pussies. essentially. And also, don't they don't want anyone, anyone who's <laughs> groomed to, like... <laughs> Sorry. I just... You had to push the button. <laughs> he's, been, he's been eyeballing it the whole show. He's like, oh, it's the blue one. this one, dude? Huh? 
That's, that's sick. That's Vorogite. <laughs> no, gentlemen, you, you three have the tool, the opportunity, I should say, the platform would be more accurate to have people on here that could actually like start a voice even if they want to just clip videos come on here talk about their ideas clip it post it do all that i know a lot of people already do but like you need to focus by the way you guys are the best when you're political now going steering back into an executive producer sort of like conversation about the show when you guys have political guests on and you have either a debate or you have someone that you disagree with that does more for the armenian community believe it or not than going and giving a speech during a genocide march because it gets us talking, it gets us communicating. It's the same in my entire basis, which I we literally knocked out with the thing that we messaged and talked about about the church and like me meeting mm-hmm. someone that could help Armenia potentially, and he is. Is when Armenians start talking and communicating, we start going to churches or we start talking shit to each other online. Things can get done. When I said fighting earlier, I didn't in any way because guns aren't fought with machine guns anymore; they're fought with computers. So my entire philosophy is. You fight by, look at what stupid Cardi B did. She posted about Artsakh, and so many people spammed Turkish flags and Azerbaijani flags and whatever the fuck stupid comments that she deleted it. You know what I mean? They controlled the narrative. They controlled the Who language. Who the fuck is the Cardi B? Bro, Cardi oh, she's B has got access, access to Come millions on, of fucking eyes. You don't need to say who the bro, fuck is Cardi B. I wanted to be a writer. I wanted to be a writer when I was younger. I realized because I was right at that perfect time of the internet where I was like, Bro, people aren't going to read five-page articles, I'm sorry but they will say, digest own, a meme. Our own people aren't posting about it enough. Okay, how many... Alexis uh, how Ohanian is, is Armenian. Yeah. He's married to uh, Serena, Serena Williams. They didn't post a single thing Serena about Williams it. Serena Williams didn't post shit. Your kid is half Armenian. If you had but, thousands but of Armenians... But we're talking about balls. Where's his balls? If you had thousands of Armenians... But Alexis Ohanian posted about BLM and he stepped down for... Fucking thing. Yeah. For, Does for Alexis Ohanian have a pair of no, balls? Obviously under not. No, but he who, didn't speak for his people. Why are you Fuck focusing him. on Ohanian? How many millions of Armenians have a Twitter account? Not as many as there should be. Okay, let's say maybe a few hundred thousand. Yeah. Okay, let's say two hundred thousand. Yeah. If two hundred thousand Armenians on Twitter tagged significant people who can change the climate congressmen senators whoever yeah. yeah on that day instead of marching like a bunch of sheep yeah. on a sunday at the turkish consulate where nobody's yeah. there yeah and closing businesses down what would you and do going on vacation in palm springs and wherever else they go yeah. bro look how many business owners shut down yesterday oh and, my god and, let's bro, just, yeah. and it's sunday let's say if it was a monday or a tuesday yeah you're talking about tens of millions of dollars. If we donated oh, yeah. that there day's you revenue, yeah. you could build all the drones you need to fight off any country Beautiful. in this world. Thank Armand, you. Thank our you. people are done donating because they don't trust anything anymore. It this done. war so broke our trust up, and we need to come that's together fine, first. But build the trust back. But what I'm saying is marching, closing down businesses is the most counterproductive thing you can do. Well, no. It, um, po- po- yeah. Come together. If even if that one year hundred, I think it was the hundred year anniversary where yeah. we had hundred th- plus thousand people in yeah. LA, they didn't do jack shit. But if you have two hundred thousand or hundred thousand people the same day, tag the same people on Twitter, Thank that's going to get far more attention Thank than you. than hundred thousand people in LA, especially Thank on you. a Sunday. Yeah, 
But again, people are going to say, well, were you at the march? No, I haven't been at the march since I was a kid. I used to go when I was a kid. I stopped going because I realized it's useless. Yeah. Okay. So if you think I'm less Armenian because of it. No, no, no. It's not less or more. You can kiss his ass. The you, only you reason can order why that coffee shake for yourself. <laughs> It's delicious. <laughs> Bro, when she was making it. It's like it, curdling on top. It's disgusting. Yeah, it is. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, I sorry. Feel I, bad. I, I feel bad. I'm sorry I didn't get back to you your should reply. Though You'll get back on a hideous picture of me, bro, but you won't get back on cotton. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. But anyways, no, like that's the whole thing is I want this fight to be like it is actually now, a fight on computers, because that's what the literal fight is now, too. I, I know not everyone is either old enough, physically capable enough, mentally prepared enough. Me, I'm not as brave as any of those guys that were standing on the front line because even though we thought we were winning the war because that's what we were being told, I could have still gone and been like, what can I do to help? I know I don't speak like Armenian as good as I should or like whatever, but I can, maybe they could see how tall I am and be like, no, we won't go over there. Or I'm you'd kidding. be the first one to get Or I'd be the first when, one to get sniped. When, but, when, when, we get, yeah. when we get a major... Your ass better be crawling the whole time. Bro, I would never, when, when we get a major influencer sure. like a Kim Kardashian, yeah. some, somebody major... Where instead of telling them go like my what was their stupid skims. brand called go like yeah. my skims new yeah, post yeah, yeah. Oh, come on man instead of her saying that saying yeah. hey this she is what we're, post about if it, you yes. had no saying again. hey this is what we're gonna Bro. be doing on Twitter everybody go and tweet this everybody go retweet this that's that's we're where hating shit gets on real. Kim Kardashian right no we it's have not her, about okay look at Cher what the fuck does Cher done nothing she has push. What is Ohio? You know why she hasn't done Where's Andre Agassi does, at? Where are all these fucking? You know why people, they don't? You know bro? why they don't post Edgar? You know why they don't post? Because they're fucking because, controlled. No, they they could, if they do post about Armenians, Turks and Azerbaijanis will blow them up with insults, and then okay. there will be no Armenians to back them up. Or, for example, when the, someone posts about Turkish Airlines or a Turkish company, there should be about ten thousand Armenian comments saying you're supporting a genocidal regime. That this is a company that it f- directly funds it. Yeah, yeah, to this, that, just spamming Armenian flags. That's what I'm talking about. Because I realized, I go, yeah, we're, even if we wanted to do a Napoleonic total war where every man, woman, and child, like women reload the muskets, kids carry the cannonballs, and men, like, you know, fire or whatever. That's not even, yeah, but that's not feasible because I don't think that that, you know, human humanity is made that way anymore. But what you have is everyone has a phone, everyone has a computer in their pocket. Everyone can be very, very annoying if all they did, all not all day, obviously, you need to still work and do everything, but once a day, go on Twitter, hop on Aliyev's Twitter account, and just write, fuck you, period. Why? You know what I mean? Why? Not even, now that was me making a joke, oh. but it was also, <laughs> but it was also just a way of, like, if we... Or more seriously, as if Aliyev is actually going to be watching the. No, I know, I know. All right, it, it should be Armenian this. said, "Fuck you." It should be this: F Aliyev hashtag boycott uh, Baku F one. That's actually one thing I forgot to bring up on this. I asked Fred to bring it up when he was on the show, and he sort of did, but he didn't know the whole background because he's obviously not a fan. But Armenians should be online every day, messaging F one, boycotting F one, being like, "Dude, you're holding a race for an international sport." In a city that has a park that has Armenian dead soldiers' helmets on display Open. and the most racist displays. No one Why gives are we a not- fuck, Open. man. Bro, how much money do they make? Are you nuts? Open. Open. Do you know how many fuck. people watch F1 and Open. actually Wait. love that course? On, bro. They don't you know, give a fuck. You know, you know when I said... The world doesn't give a you know fuck. When I said, bro, the world all watches F1. Sorry, uh, you know when I said one. we have an internal issue? Yeah. Andy Maldatian. Everybody knows Andy, right? 
Singer Andy. Yeah. I say Maldatian because that's his last name. Yeah. Andy Maldatian went on tour. Yeah. Andy Maldatian went to Turkey. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I don't want to say. And you know what? You know what his fans' excuses is? Yeah. They say, "Well, he's don't not doing shit he, about No, him. he's not doing it for Turkey. He's doing it because he can't do a concert in Iran, so he's doing it in Turkey, so the Iranians could go and watch him. So what? You can't do it in Armenia? True. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would hit up Andy's manager. Well, he hit up multiple cities in Turkey. Andy doesn't have balls to have. I don't know. Say any of that. That's what I say. You, we need. Like and that's the entire. Yeah, going back that's to why this. I'm saying you're you're calling you're saying, go on F1 and blast F1 F1 and all that stuff. But it's like, bro, when you have a major internal issue where your own people are are going to, bro, you know, a, they're going to totally they're, they're going apples to, and oranges. No, it's not I mean, apples it's not, and oranges, bro. No, when your people are going to, I mean, when Andy goes and does, Andy's a like major public Turkey, figure. Exactly. Thank you. If you had a galvanized and an organized online community like the way Turkey does, when everyone and one person posts something about Armenian genocide, it there it, post almost needs to be taken down, or the comments need to be disabled because that's how many people go and they comment negative things about it. Where Americans just see oh something about Armenian genocide, and all I see is Turkish flags and people writing this is a lie. That's how you that they're winning that they're any, winning both any video wars. that has comments disabled. Yeah. And it's a political video. Yeah, I will not watch it because yeah. whoever posted that obviously doesn't care to listen to what you have to say. No. They're just trying to feed your brain without yeah. taking anything back. Yeah, and that's right? a very smart way of going about it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but you're idiot. applying that to what's going. So talk numbers. You you're talking about Armenians throughout this world were 10 million. Yeah, 15 on a great day. You're talking about Azerbaijan itself is like 30, 40 million. Turks are 80, 90 million people. Yeah. That should... that should. 20 million uh, Azerbaijanis live in Iran itself. Yeah. Should right? that... Okay, okay, okay. In California, there's more Azerbaijanis than Armenians. Yeah. I'm not even talking about the Turk. Fuck yeah. the Turk. I'm talking about Azerbaijanis. There's more in California. And we think we own California. We don't own shit. We need to be realistic with ourselves first, bro. My thing is I understand all those numbers, but my way of looking about it is if there's so many more millions of them, you have to be loud and annoying enough to where, not that you necessarily cannot do it, but they they, they have to listen to you too. This is the thing. People listen to Turks and Azerbaijanis because of how active and engaged they are online. Where they'll delete posts about like human suffering and something that's like that should be posted online. They'll delete that Bro, post. A lot of them are bots as well. I don't know why we haven't gone to bots. Yeah, we should. We should. Because the ANCA runs our shit. That's oh, why we don't no, have look, bots. And this the is the ANCA. thing, bro. You can make every for every <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Let me make this last point. You can make a hundred excuses for why something doesn't work. Or you can just be like, let's just gun it, see what happens, throw some ideas out there. And if one of them hits, that's the thing. I don't ever go into something with like one idea okay. because I know how easily the, the, your one idea can fall apart. That's why you come up with like, if you can, five to seven let, to let however me, many let me give you solutions you Let can. me propose an idea yeah. to you since you love to do research. Of course. Okay? Find five politicians, whoever they are, senators, congressmen, whoever, in the United States yeah. that you think could have a decent amount of impact on pushing Armenia's cause. Forget about the whole genocide thing, bro. Like Adam Schiff. We have to stop acting like victims, okay? Yeah. So let's find five politicians that you think 
mm-hmm. truly. Or mm-hmm. or you could find more and then narrow it down to five that are truly solid individuals that you think can make an impact. Okay? Mm-hmm. Bring those five names to the table. Yeah. Okay? And what we'll do is instead of shutting down businesses and doing barbecue at home yeah. on April 24th, yeah. we can say, I'm not talking about big numbers. Say we raise $5 million, yeah. which is not nothing compared to the amount of money that Armenian business owners make that day. Yeah. $5 million, you've got five politicians. Yeah. If you approach these guys and say, listen, trip, we're going to be donating to your campaign Every person, 10,000 or whatever the legal limit is, yeah. Whatever, yeah. And, and a trip to Armenia, maybe? Maybe. At the Arten, I don't know. If you want to go with Hambik Tours, you're more than welcome to. No, 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 I'm too. saying, look, the enemy's no, doing it, it works. Come no, on, bro. They, they send but the my, my yeah, point right, is, right, right. we have never sat down with these guys. We have never contributed to their campaigns. We trust ANCA, ABC, AGBU, LMNOP to do they don't do jack shit. They push their agenda. They push whatever they need to get their school funding or to get their accreditation. But if somebody truly, seriously, that understands what the policies we need in order to push our agenda forward, I I, I promise you, you, you go in there with even a $200,000 check. These guys are going to listen to you and they're going to take you seriously. Um, it's, it's, it doesn't take $200 million. It doesn't take billions no. of dollars. It takes literally just a few zeros. Bro, it doesn't even take a single dime. You can go in there and you can say, look, it takes money. Bro, look, money it takes- talks and lobbying is not expensive. Trust me. No, it's not expensive, but this is the thing. The evangelicals didn't approach anyone with, oh, we want, they all just agreed. They said, it's Bush is our guy. They're the heads of the church said I'll Bush is an evangelist. He's our guy. Bush, yeah, yeah, you're, you're so comparing listen, apples and oranges. Bro, Bush's bro. dad not, was head listen. of CIA. Bush was put in that position. The, the of course, of course. But this things. is the thing: when you have a com- when you have, especially a church or a community, a sizable one, that goes, "Look, we're not Republican or Democrat. Mm-hmm. We're pro whoever is pro our values," and you leave that open to the th- bro. These people. They want votes as they want as much as they want money, because they know that those votes equal money. And they know the Armenians don't vote. And they unfortunately know exactly Armenians don't vote. So you're got like the job of not necessarily you guys, because no offense, you're out of the you're already having kids. You're like too busy. You guys have other things going on. But it should be one of those things of young Armenians attacking, not attacking. I shouldn't say being more active on social medias doing where one day you go, we're all going today writing boycott F1 on Twitter. The next day you write boycott Turkish airlines. The next day you do like, there's like a whole plan of maybe not at that frequency. You need, you need one major figure, somebody who's willing to step up and take the bullets. Yeah. To basically lead it. Say, Hey, this is what we're doing. Everybody go out there and do it. Yes. But we don't have it. We We can, no, you put it out there that, hey, we need this. You know who would it? be a great person that needs to be maybe put in that role to to bring in the social media mm-hmm. influence? Mm-hmm. Eric Aslanian. Yeah. Eric Aslanian. Is it Aslanian? Yeah. Isn't no. it? No. No, 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 no. Uh, it's not Eric Aslanian. Pagosian? It's not Pagosian. No, no, no. I'll tell you what it is. But you need to attack from... Both ends, from the front and the back. The front is social media. The back end is what I talked about. You got to put money into these politicians' pockets as far as their campaigns have to help them get reelected and, you know. Eric Bogosian. 
Is that who you're talking about? No, that's an no, actor. That's an Which actor. one are you talking about? The guy that's that the guy. worked with UCLA, he, he helped produce uh, uh, the genocide movie. What was it called? Uh, Promise. Eric. Uh, Israelian. Israelian. There it is. I was close. Yeah, yeah. Sam, 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 Samsonite. <laughs> I knew it started with an S, though. Yeah, and I was like, oh, as soon as you said promise, it Like, it he, he's well connected with Kardashian, everybody, yeah. right? And then, so that would be the front end, social yeah. media. Back end has to be through politicians, lobbyists. Yes. That There's no other way around it. And, and believe me, I've had this conversation with consultants even years ago. It doesn't cost as much as we think to persuade or get things our way. But we ha- I don't think we've done either. No, we've because we've been disorganized. We we've just show up never to had We see Tigran Asaturian on the 24th singing, and then yeah. whoever else comes and sings. And like, you know what, the what ju- are we celebrating? Yeah. You know what a lot of communities <laughs> do? It's, like, it's very brilliant, is they'll actually have their figureheads sit around communities. And a lot of com- the Jewish community, Catholic community, a lot of different organizations do this. They'll sit around... They'll point to each, or they'll have literally a spotlight or a guy with a microphone walk up to each guy, introduce who he is, and, you know, get his, like, tax, say how much he made. Do you that think year. that's going to work in our community? And No, 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 no. We, I'm not even saying, I'm not saying that this will st- work. We'll, this will, we, will, we'll like, take moment. jabs at each other within a small community, bro. A hundred percent, bro, but this is what you do. Okay, this is the same thing as that whole, like, cool table method. If it's getting late, let's get going, boys. But no, this no, is no, the go, last. Go, 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 go. But We have no... Rush, no curfew for except for Arno. Yeah. I, I want to pull up Eric's the conversation I had with Eric. When we were inviting him to the gonna, show. This is going to give you a little bit of a... It'll, it'll give you... No, no, keep talking. Say say whatever you're going to say. Backstory. Go ahead. I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? We are talking about organizing. 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 Before uh, this war, I mentioned centralized diaspora. Yes. Centralized diaspora can't happen when you're building museums. Centralized diaspora can happen with more education centers, not museums. You know what percent of our kids go to private school, the Armenians? Oh, not that Less than uh, 3%. Yeah. yeah. Well, can, I mean, that, it's that building they're trying yeah. to put up could have housed maybe about 500 students. I'm not saying that's going to put a dent in the numbers. I'm not even talking about the selection process. Yeah. But it, to me, that would be much more important. Well, no, the thing is, they're building right as now. a traditionalist, I think you need physical locations. You need physical and not only just there, but they need to be magnificent churches, buildings. They need to, like, you Sorry, need man, to be I don't a, want to burst your bubble. To me, the churches we're building here are just a waste of no, money. No, now they are, now they are. Yeah, but that, no, Some that of them bonk. are doing great. The ones that they're building with education centers underneath, I appreciate that. That's great. But the ones that are just there for the ceremonials? And no, I don't care. I, I want those. I want those. Okay. Because you know what they are? They're the flagships meeting and representations, areas. meeting areas. There, there, there's so much. The thing is this, dude. Why are we so incredibly proud to be here. I mean, what are the biggest reasons other than who we are as people and how we act in our culture? It's those thousands of years old church that your dad told you, look, our ancestors made this and it's still here. And this was made thousands of years, like over a thousand years ago or whatever. This has stood the test of time. 
Like someone, that's something you and I care. No one else cares someone, about it. That's all. Who who needs other people to like? The only thing that you need to do is make sure your kids. You, I don't need to make sure. Well, and I now I do because I'm on social media. I'm on the thing. It's my job. It's almost my job. I need to make sure as many people that are not Armenian care about Armenian causes and issues, and for Armenians that don't care as much to care more, because the way that you make people passionate about a subject is you go. I think this is incredibly cool. Me and the people who think this is incredibly cool are and are very passionate about it. We're going to do it. And being quite honest, we actually, if you're not as passionate, you're not interested. We don't want you involved. Because this is our thing and we think this is cool. That's how all quote unquote cool tables are made in the world is when people go, I'm extremely passionate about this topic. Bro, I see it. Kids that I went to high school with, they weren't liking any of my Where Armenian. Did you go to high school? Sedona, Arizona, Sedona Red Rock High School. I, me and my sister were the only two Armenians in that entire school. When I first no started one doing even this knew Armenian, what an Armenian thing, was. no one knew what an Armenian was. Every but every single project, speech, everything. All of my friends were like, Matt's doing something on Armenia, guaranteed. And I was like, yeah, I am. Even in college, too, even now, I'm going back and finishing. The only topic I ever talk about when I'm given a chance to speak in the classroom is Armenian topics. Because, again, we're in a dire situation, and we need everyone to speak out as much as it. I wish we were in a position where I had the freedom to talk about other things I was passionate about. But if you're Armenian and you know your priorities, you should know that you know now's not the time for you to think about your emotions and what makes you feel good. Now's the time to help your people. Work. Work. Put Today, work. you're a better Armenian than Alexis Ohanian in many, Bro, many what ways. Are you, no, what it's are not you guys doing? Why do you hate this guy? Wait, 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 what did he do to you? The platform does he know the three motherfucker words? has. Does he know and three does not words use? in Armenian? doesn't matter to me. Yeah, he does. Barev, lavash, kebab. Fuck, I don't even oh, care yeah, for him to eat any yeah. of that, drink any of that. I think he's a piece of shit is what he is. Honestly, if Alexis he's Ohanian not, I'll tell you wanted why to come not. sit here, I'll, I'll tell, tell you to go why suck he's himself not. Off. No, no, I'll tell you why he's not. Why? Has he created a platform that allows you to... There's a ton of groups on Reddit regarding Armenia, right? right? I'm surprised he hasn't blocked those either. Oh, piece of shit. I'm sorry, man. That's just the way I feel. This guy went to a high school, right? Average guy, just like me and you. Yeah. But he told maybe 500 people that he's Armenian. Oh, and anyone and that asked him, what the hell is an Armenian? How many million? To that point, sorry, right? sorry. Actually, that was to further that point. The kids I went to high school with when I first started posting about, and you know, obviously the ones that still follow me and whatever uh, on Instagram. When I first started posting about Armenian issues, none of them would like it because they go, this doesn't have anything to do with me. Bro, I've posted so much about Armenia, Artsakh, all of that. Through just force of them seeing it so and many them times. knowing so many times and them knowing that Matt thinks this is cool, this is passionate, maybe it's cool, let me check it out. Now they like and repost white kids in Sedona who they know all the same people I do. They're not necessarily breaking into a new community that's going to help us or learn, but it's better than going, we suck as a people. We're, you know where the only Armenians I hate? That I not not hate, but the ones I dislike or I get annoyed by very quick, the ones that when I was in my early twenties and I would go to a party in Glendale, and the only thing that they wanted to talk about was how shitty Armenians were and how we act and this and that, and I go, oh, okay, but like some of them turned out to be some of the best Armenians when bro, they grew up. Um, very true. Ironically, very true. Ironically enough, no, I'm not. I'm not casting them all into this thing of like they're bad people. But what I'm saying is, and this is the irony of it all. You ask them that you go. Oh, okay, so you hate Glenda. Where do you plan on moving? 
I'm not really in Glendale, bro. Like, <laughs> they're like, they wouldn't, they'd go, oh, I'll live somewhere for like a year and move back. Oh, look, we are our own worst enemy. Yeah. So See, I go, okay. You keep circling you know I mean? back to it, bro. No, and that's the thing. That's why I think as an outsider, look, my entire life philosophy, and sorry to say, you guys, you know, this is like an eye roll conducing moment and I get it. But growing up where I did and the culture I grew up in, it's the man's job if he sees a problem in a town that he just rode into to fucking pull out his gun. Sorry to use bad language, but to pull yeah, out his stop gun. Stop apologizing, bro. I know, but I know my yeah, parents, are, my like parents us, are listening, bro. bro. Like, like, my, you apologized to your parents when we first Yeah, there was a the disclaimer. Show. Yeah, because yeah, we were talking about casting couch. I don't want them Googling that, seeing what it is. Oh. <laughs> you already asked. Anyways. I think your pops just did. <laughs> you just, yeah. You just made That's your, 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 your idea. pops an idea. Uh, Google uh, he's casting like, couch. <laughs> Uh, oh, look, we just lost a viewer. I think it was Pops. I think he just went to casting. Serge is a very classy man. Overrun by Serge is a very, very classy man. Is that your dad? Serge is your dad? Serge wanted you to bring up. Bro, he loves you guys. I'm telling you, he's a show. Yes, and he he wanted you to bring up where you grew up and the hyper That's what I'm talking about. Exactly. So the thing, the mentality is your job as a man, ride into town, you see problems, pull your gun out, figure out, not literally, metaphorically in this case, but that's the thing. So I, then why were you talking about moving to Texas and Arizona an hour and a half ago? I'm saying don't. Oh, you're saying don't. I'm saying don't. don't. What were you guys saying? To move or not to move? They were I, well, I've been wanting re- to move. They, they were... They were like everyone yeah. else I, that I know, is just it's hard. You don't, I don't I know was, anyone else saying, besides you everyone do whatever, I know you in do my what, life. You do whatever is best for yourself 15 mile your radius, yeah. bro. Well, bro, look at your guys' Like I'm not. I don't know if your guys' kids are in Armenian private school, but their friends, from what I've seen from your guys' posts and videos, all their friends, their cousins, everyone that lived, they're all Armenian. They're growing up with Armenians. I mean, my kids they're go gonna, to school that has barely any Armenians, and but their the, friends the are thing is Hispanic and white. They have and, cousins here, right? And like they, they spend the majority of their time with the family and cousins, which is huge. Yeah. But school-wise, my kids are with whites and hispanics and that's fine i want them to be in public school and i want them to experience the diversity it's the beauty of this country man yeah matt this country yeah. is beautiful because of that oh, bro, I because live in, we're yeah. able to bring all of us together yeah and share each other's story but okay that's what if, makes this country what uh, it is if a uh, sudanese or a Rwandan, which i have if Wait. they came to me and they said my country is in a lot of problems like we're having a lot of issues can you please sign this petition can you please do that's a part of being American. Like, America's entire ethos and story is you come here to escape an issue, and we help you. My grandfather, when he came here, my mom's uh, dad, it's my favorite story to tell in conservative parties and events because it shows how great this country is. And it, it's actually very hard for me to get through. It's actually, like, a very emotional story for me. But when he came to America, he had a Russian... What, uh, year? what year was it? 40s? Early 80s, late 70s, early 80s, somewhere around there when he came from here. They were, they're technically Hainadarts because they lived in Armenia for like five years and then moved here. But um, when they came here from Armenia, they obviously had a Russian translator because they thought like, oh, Soviet Union, whatever. My grandma, my grandpa was talking to him and, you know, they go, okay, well, this is your, and you know, Farskahai's generally because we weren't escaping a civil war like, like Beirut Seas or like Soviet Union, like Hayat whatever they came with a little bit more money and he's talking to the guy they're, they're telling about how you know okay this is america you're gonna live here for a while and then we till we figure out like whatever and this is your stipend and i was like they go yeah you're like daily cash for like you know groceries and food and whatever he goes oh no no, no i i came with money like i don't need money and they go well legally we have to give this to you and in, 
He looks at his well, translator. Legally, he can uh, refuse it too. Well, no, but I mean, like they go, well, legally, we have to like offer this to you or whatever. I'm, I don't know the whole like, specifics of like what was said about that, but the point of it is, he goes to the Russian translator. He goes, they know I'm from Soviet Union, right? And he goes, yeah. And uh, he goes, it's the enemy of America. Like, can you want to give me money? And he goes, sir, you're an American now. Give, and he's like, we give all Americans, you know, we help all Americans. You're not an enemy. You're an American now. You know what I mean? And I kind of changed the ending because, like, the way the guy said it was so much more poetic and beautiful, but it really is difficult for me to get through. So that's one of the things that I love about this is how it treats its own citizens. And I always say this about any other racial, social problem in America. I go, look, Armenians, black people, Chinese people, most every other, any group I can think of, they get treated better in America than they do in their own countries. I get treated better as an Armenian in America than I would be as a Barskahai or a American Armenian in Armenia, or even as an Armenian in Armenia that I grew up there and I was successful there and whatever. I get better treatment from these people who owe me nothing, right? I don't want to disrespect them by calling them a guest ever. I don't want them to feel like, oh, you're here to like leave. But there's a spiritual thing of this isn't our place. You know what I mean? Like, it is our place. It's our thing, but it's not. I feel you. It's what uh, made Bar Skies Armenian for 600 years. You know what I mean? It was, uh, well, it was different there because you were in a Muslim country. So. Uh, where they almost forced you. Where they forced you not to be Christian, not to be Armenian. Yeah, so that, and then I'm going to come to America after 600 years of my ancestors right. fighting to stay Armenian. I'm going to be the piece of shit that comes to America, gives the freedom and the options to be whatever I want to be, and I fucking throw all that in the trash because I want to be this cool American guy. Sorry for my language again. Fuck that. I would rather be a proud Armenian that I maintained what my ancestors fought for six centuries to keep Instead of being the first generation to be the given the freedom and the comfort to make a decision, and uh, like I said again, moving on from that or acting like that wasn't something that was worth saving or admiring or trying to give to my kids or my grandkids. But see, the way your grandfather or is your grandfather, great grandfather, you said grandfather, grandfather was basically kind of welcome to this country, and I say welcome very strongly. That basically kind of tells you you're not a guest. You're welcomed here. We're helping you. Bro, again, this isn't. Maybe I should have specified this in the beginning. It's a spirit. You're a spiritual. Guest I know of what you country. mean. S- well, we're Tankin- spiritual guest on earth. Yeah, I mean, and Serge Tankin yeah. said exactly what you said. Serge yeah. Tankin, when he went to Armenia, oh, come on, bro. and when he and when he and when he landed in the United States, he was like, "What am I doing here? I need to go back." It's like, okay, then why'd you go, go back to New? Why, why'd you go back yeah. to New Zealand? Why aren't you yeah. back in Armenia? Yeah. I get what you mean. You know why he's in New Zealand? No, and I don't respect, posh, I'm sorry, bro. but I don't, oh shit. I don't respect any person who, I'm a nobody. I'm an Armenian that voted for Trump. And when Trump started doing things that were anti-Armenian, I went on my social media and I apologized as if anyone cared. At the time, I think I had like 300 followers and I had a private Instagram too. And I was acting like this is a, I'm like, I like no, metaphor, I, but then my answer was like, as if I'm like relaying something to the press, but be like, sorry, I was like, yeah. My vote was stabbing Armenia back in a in a sense because did of you like, vote for Trump for Armenia or for the, the betterment of you for the better like that's where the duality that's your number of, one issue basically no so like the duality the, of you being an American Armenian is but as that, an American no I, I'll always say I always vote for Trump because this is the thing the worse America gets the worse the world gets 
So by right. voting for someone who makes America a worse place, I'm making it a worse place for Armenia. Well America is always good. Let me put it to you this way. I don't care what you say. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. America will always be in bed with Turkey. Always. No matter what. Always. So when you're voting for somebody for America, you're, you're not voting it for the best of Armenia. For, it's not for the better of Armenia. Well, no, it's for the better of you. This is the where I think the new conservative party really... And I hope it does. And like the guys, like, and I'll keep mentioning their names. These are the guys I will say. Oh, over but over. as long as Russia is around, that's no, 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 never no. going to happen. No, listen, there is conservative guys who follow me. And this is why I'm going to be honest. Like one of the bigger reasons why I started posting was because I had these friends that were influencers, American conservative influencers. And I was like, I just want them to see like these four or five guys. Okay. Like, I just want them to see. And maybe one of them, rep- and some of them did like repost, whatever. And I was like, these are, this is like my target argument. These are the guys I'm going after because these guys are the ones that if they repost anything that I make will have the most, like, whatever, reach. And these are the guys that now they're, they know that they're going to be the leaders of the conservative, like, Republican Party. They're posting Christian memes. We have to return to Christ. We have to help out Christians. There's 200 Christians dying every day on the planet. So the thing is, America will always be under Turkey's, and this is where the where I become anti-capitalist in a way. America will always be pro-Turkey as long as America puts its capitalistic values over its moral values. And America, the reason why people fled here from around the world up and, you know, and even to this day, was because America was that. We were the moral superior to anyone else. Who the fuck gave America that title? What? Their superiority landed eight, nine countries a hundred years back in the last 15 years that I know of. Who are they to tell anyone about moral superiority? No, they used to be up until, you know. Until? I would say, honestly, that's hard. Like, <laughs> Never. Post-World War Never. II, no. There was, there was the founding, the ethos, I'll say the philosophy Behind America and what it, it tell me what one it time tries, America went into a country and left that country better than it was before they went in. Give me one. Bro, example. I'll tell you why America doesn't do that and they don't do that well is because the founding fathers said the world should handle the world's issues and we should handle America's issues. Like there's so there's why are we policing the world? Because uh, there's a lot of factors. It's a huge economy for us. You know what I mean? It moves the you things guys that we think make. America backs Turkey. This is bigger than that. Why is Ukraine happening today? It's not. It has nothing to do with Russia Money. and Ukraine. It no. does. It does. Russia is surrounded by NATO countries NATO that issue. are choking it. No, the reason why Ukraine was the issue, it's actually one of the bigger reasons was the geological issue. The reason it's so scary for Vladimir Putin for to have Ukraine. I forget the valley. I'm like... Uh, it, give, it, give it some time. Hmm. Ukraine... Will be under Russian control. It already is. No, as in mm. like it will officially be under Russian yeah. control, and a lot of other Slavic countries will follow after. One hundred percent. You will. We're gonna. We're gonna see. Because we're gonna the, see yeah. not a Soviet Union, but we're gonna see some sort of kind of a Slavic coalition, a or Slavic like a, coalition a, of Russia, Ukraine, Belarus, Serbia, all yeah. these countries yeah. kind of uh, combined together, and Armenia will be part of that as well. Yeah, and honestly. It wouldn't be the worst because, unfortunately, as of now, and this is maybe why I'm making the comments as I like I did earlier and whatever. Unfortunately, and a lot of conservatives will agree with me. America is becoming a hard country to defend culturally. Like you can't defend anymore. There used to be a thing where I would defend American culture, where 
if I heard Armenians say, oh my God, in their culture, true and bunch, and when it's like, yeah. you know how Armenians will, I go, bro, they are the culture. Like, literally, whatever America makes and sells, the world buys. Bro, an Armenian kid from Armenia, from an Armenian village, you take him to an NFL football game with the bombers and the fighter jets and the fireworks and the... I would literally, like, yeah, like, I don't even know what type of sensory overload that would be for, or even just walking. Bro, I annoy every single person I walk through Vegas with because I, I don't, I'm not into gambling, or right? I'm more into, like, the whatever history and, like, the human achievement. And it's just like a thing where I walk through Vegas and I go, bro, look at what men have accomplished. Mafias, mafiosos at first, but then look what men took and they made like what this is today. And like, it's something like an astounding thing in American culture of like the things that even are the corrupt sides of our culture. They made something so unbelievably beautiful in the middle of a desert that didn't even need to be there. That's what I'm saying with like this American culture and saying, again, I'm not trying to say in any way I like i love being american i wouldn't want to i wouldn't want to be born in Armenia. i would if you gave me the choice a hundred times out of a hundred times i would probably say i want to be born in america not armenia because my parents were probably for you know what i mean like uh, that's just a god's See, honest like, truth being born in armenia i would never change that for anything in this world nothing in this world i wouldn't change that yeah living here 30 years my dedication to this country tops all yeah. Because at the end of the day, why I love this country, number one, is that constitution. Number one. There you go. The constitution that you claim has fucked up every country in the world. No, no, the no, constitution no, no, that's, has no, that not wasn't, fucked that up any countries. <laughs> Come on, bro. What does the constitution have to do with fucking up no, any it's countries? A, it's a, go ahead, tell me. Everywhere we went, we just bring it back What does that worse. have to do with our constitution? Please no, explain to me. You know me. why we fuck up? You know why we Wh- fuck up? Why we're doing that because of NATO. So the problem yeah. is NATO. We're when you say NATO, eighty mm, percent so wh- of NATO. When we went to Iraq, that was NATO related. No, there's more to that. Way more to that. Today's problem is a NATO problem. So NATO, the existence of NATO was to bring down communist USSR. Yeah. That's what it existed for. Yeah. True? True, it was put together. To bring down USSR. Yeah. 88, there was a promise made. Listen, we will end the USSR and let those countries be. Yeah. But you must collapse the NATO. The USSR kept their end of the deal. NATO never kept their end of the deal. And that's where we're at. NATO shouldn't have existed. And that's we why that, and that's problem. why I said that Soviet kind of collaboration will return. Yeah. No, you when Can you happen. No, and I, I, I blame America for a lot of look, when World War Two like the Nuremberg trials where everyone considers and it was in a lot of ways a, a, a what is it called? Jesus a, Christ, Matt. Sorry, Give me that, sorry, Matt. sorry. We have just a lot of too many cups situations and cups. You came here with ginger ale, scotch, coffee, water. Two girls, <laughs> one cup. <laughs> one man, one jar. Anyways, so nobody Google that. It's a terrible <laughs> video. <laughs> you won't sleep. Shut up. I wanna you guys just can't let that. something slide, huh? You have to <laughs> emphasize. Oh yeah, that back on Yahoo. That was actually perfect. I nailed that. I'll give myself credit. But no, um, no. The thing is, the the world right now. The reason why it's looking the way it is is because America, instead of becoming more of a place, and I, I do hold the blame on us because post World War Two. It's the reason why the liberals have become what they've became is because they had victories. Liberalism and progressives in America, when they 
got like the civil rights movement when they got all these things figured out those are huge victories for them that's why for generations they've been harping on like we were the ones that you know were the civil rights champions and all these other issues and like whatever the same thing is happening with america post world war ii is where you think we're the moral superior but the problem is the wars and the things that we i mean the moment we won world war ii i think is after that when we didn't hold soviet generals for killing ten thousand polish colonels or it was um ten thousand polish officers which in the geneva convention it specifically says you can't kill officers you have to like make them prisoners of war things like that that's when america lost its morals to answer like a a previous question and yeah that's the thing with russia is russia now figured out and i really do think that they have infiltrated american systems in a lot of ways because what you're seeing now only an enemy would do to america like Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, I'm not going to get into this big thing because I don't want, like, whatever uh, conspiracy and, like, oh, this guy's just, like, a radical conservative, whatever, just saying this. But the fact that he got paid by Ukraine, the fact that this happened under his watch and nothing happened under Biden or Trump and then Crimea was taken under Obama, it's just too many similarities and too many things of one country way overstepping, taking massive parts of another country and us not doing anything about it for what reason i can't understand why or like there's no reaction and this is why you're 100 percent right with that soviet thing bro america we're our entire entertainment and media is making us softer and dumber while the rest of the world is becoming stronger and smarter bro, what do you think tiktok is that's literally the most perfect weapon to use against america go look at go look at some of the tiktoks that happened in china you know what it is it's mm. like i'm not kidding you bro it's Chinese kids doing engineering, Chinese kids doing ma- like mathematical yeah. things, yeah. Chinese kids doing financial things and yeah. TikToking about it. Yeah. And then in the United States, you have basically little, little kids basically yeah, yeah, shaking their ass yeah. and doing dumb, stupid shit trying to get a while bunch of While the parents of cheer and like yeah, laugh. Yeah, while the parents yeah. cheer. Oh, look, he's, uh, she's uh, expressing herself. She's expressing herself. Yeah. That's, that's basically what it is. And then they created the OnlyFans and. Oh look, she's expressing herself. Well, getting- what do you look at it, bro? The videos you you have the guy walking up to the cars. Oh, you have the sickest car. It's amazing videos, and then he pulls every time he goes like every video. One of the chicks is a twenty-four year old drop dead gorgeous chick, and what does she say? What do you do for a living? I'm a. I don't want to say. I have OnlyFans page. Every yeah. video has that. Yeah. What yeah. do you think that does to the fourteen, fifteen year old girl watching that? Well, bro, She's when you, yeah. looking forward to becoming 19 and getting out of sharing a room with seven of her siblings and trying to get an OnlyFans page. You know what happened in Birmingham, England, that this makes me have the utmost respect for the Muslim community in that city? They were introduced, they were approached, not approached, the school was going to start teaching like sexuality, like, you know, all these different types of adult themes to kids that shouldn't be taught. Muslim community got together. They said, we'll pull all of our kids out of this school. I'm sure there were some, you know, threats and like whatever this and that, but they, they made sure Good for them. that it's, you're not teaching my kindergarten through third, fourth, fifth grader about something that I wouldn't a approve. Cause ultimately it's this, it's the parents approval of what they should, the kid learns in school. That should be the first thing. But the second thing is of, if we thought something was inappropriate and disgusting 10, 15 years ago, why is it okay now? And that's always been my thing. And if you're a part of, and this actually goes for even Armenians that are exploring these new, um, 
lifestyles, I should say. Look, I respect you. You're awesome for doing you, whatever. But instead of posting how shitty the Armenian patriarchy is or how shitty Armenian dads are for judging you or whatever, try to understand that we have thousands of years of a way of doing things, a history and culture. And if you're this like new, I don't want to say newfangled idea, but if you're this new philosophy of what it is to be like a gender or sexuality, that's great. But give people time to adjust, especially if it's been in the last five to 10 years. Adjust to what? Whatever they want you to adjust to. But if they don't want to adjust, if they make the choice not to adjust, that should be respected too. Hold on. But what are you talking about as far as being adjusted to? All these things being this bullshit progressive movement that this, Armand yeah, mentioned. No, you can't adjust that, to no, that. No, 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 bro. not adjust. But I'm saying to them, or like if whatever you want to teach, let give people a trial period, adjustment no. period of not you teach them, bro. I'm not saying that, but why would you force something like all this new what what's being taught in the Glendale community? They go, okay, you don't want us to teach, teach our kids about sexuality, gender, all of this other things. What about like you start off? The fact that they went through, and look, there's a beautiful Aaron Rand quote about the entire liberal movement okay. the past. She goes, mistakes of this magnitude aren't made innocently when it comes to, like, all the things that Joe Biden's done, all the things that the liberal party is doing now with, like, completely doing innocent. Like, this almost seems like an intentional. It is intentional. Uh, Bro, yeah. you have a jackass teacher, third-grade teacher, basically trying to teach these kids about. Can they, I ask you to uh, add uh, something to this? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh-huh. You have, a, you have a teacher, a third grade teacher, trying to teach kids, bro. Because that's what they are. They're kids. Yeah. Trying to teach them things that they don't need to be taught. Leave them alone. Let them be kids. Teach them the math. Teach them the science. Teach them the English. And then when, when a parent pulls the kid out of the Zoom class, because this took place during a Zoom class, the parent pulls them out of the Zoom class and texts the teacher saying, when you're done with whatever you're doing, that's when I'll let the kid come back. She, she emails the district trying to figure out another way to continue to teach that curriculum, and not three like days a week, not like once once yeah. a week or once a month, three days yeah. a week. Yeah. This is to a, a an eight year old kid, bro. Yeah. Okay. How many Armenian surprised. conservative parents have actually done something <clears throat> about done it? Something about it. A lot of them have actually gone to the district. No, they have spoken. Yeah, yeah they, they have. Haven't. Have, have they you have. seen? Have you seen those and videos? It's always it's, the moms. It's, I've it's, yet to it's see a dad the step same up there. Ten, you, ten women. I've mentioned. You I had, mentioned Armenian moms. I mentioned you moms had one overall. of the board members. I don't know which one it was. One of the board members, midway through the the meeting, yes, stand up and walk out. I saw that, but how many people showed up? Don't I mean I I? How many people showed up? How many people did they let in? Not too many. It doesn't matter how many people showed up. How many people did they let in? Maybe six, seven. The, well, ten. That's the I thing. don't know. Oh no! Come on, man. There was like 50, 60 people at that meeting. And they were all against it? No. Majority no. For, are for it. No, no. Well, I'm talking about the against it. 15, Fighting 20 it. Okay, 15, 20. That's, that's all the parents we have who are no. against the curriculum? No. no. So where's everybody else? Some are too afraid to go out there. No, some think it's not happening because it happened in... It, it Majority would, of those no, Armenian no. parents are guys, too afraid wanna, to go out there. You know what it is? Sorry to say it, but I'm not saying you three because you guys are already actually contributing to Armenian like culture by actually like, yeah, doing but you podcast. get attacked for doing what you're doing. Man. Well, you, anytime, look if they, there's a, also another great quote: if you want to avoid all criticism, say nothing, be nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like one of those things where you, while you're doing something, you are going to bring out because 
it's not necessarily people that hate you or like, they just wish that they were doing what you were doing no, and they're bro, angry that you, they're not. You know what it is? It hasn't happened to them yet. That's the problem. No, even no, if it happens, it nothing happened will change. You well, know they'll they'll let their kid yes, be taught that? Yes. You know why? Do you know why? Because unfortunately, you know what human nature is? Let somebody else have, deal with it and fix exactly. it. Your own kid. Exactly. Yes. Your own uh, kid. Yeah. Majority, that, that, yes. That, then that person is like not that. ready to be a parent. Bro. There's <laughs> that person should not, not be a parent. There's not a parent that I've talked to over the years, over the last two years, that wasn't upset about masking their kids in school. Nobody did anything about it because everybody. Surprisingly, I run into parents that want to put three masks on, bro. I'm talking about our community. Even in our community, okay. uh, well, of course, there's a percentage, right? Nothing is hundred percent everybody. Yes, but everybody was. Just like, just like the Armenian cause, just like Artsakh, just like anything else, let somebody else do it. Why do I need to? I don't need to get involved. Let Arno and Edgar do it, and you know, hopefully they change something, and I'll benefit from it. No, not not when it comes to kids. But in man. the meantime, they're not going to help you if uh, Edgar and Arno should talking saying, about it. Not, right? not going to help you though. Not if not if it has to do with kids. Then tell me, how many Armenian students are there? In Glendale Unified School District. I have no idea. It's large. A few large thousand? Community. Easily. Why were there only 10 parents at the uh, district meeting? From from my understanding was that it happened in that one class, and those were the parents that came from that class. This they, is a topic that's been talked about for years now. And again, I've reached out to... Armina? Uh, no, besides Armina. Uh, some people that basically have kids in school there, and I've asked them, I said, is your kid being taught that curriculum? One of them being my sister-in-law. Both of Anna's kids basically go to Glendale USD. Okay. And I asked... Have they attended any of the meetings? No, wait, no. Wait, wait, I'm not saying meetings. Their kids aren't being taught that curriculum. So who picks okay. and chooses? So the teacher does? It's a teacher, bro. It's a teacher that basically is, is teaching... Is it being taught in the school? It's not being. It's not part of the curriculum. You said it's the teacher. So is it it's the a, teacher or is it the school? It's the teacher. Okay. So, but there's other teachers in the school who are teaching it. No, that's not. not so none of that is confirmed yet. Okay. So, we, okay. So you have to confirm. Is it the teacher? Is it the school? Right now, there's emails that have been leaked. I don't know if you. Saw, I'm sure you saw I've those seen emails. It, okay, right. Those emails have been. That teacher's already pinpointed already at this point. Look, all I'm saying is... Right now, it's a he said, she said situation. Okay, so somebody... Nobody's going out there to sit down and say, I want to see what you're teaching our kids. Not my kids, our kids. I'm sure there is. and Because it's not about protecting my child. I have the luxury of pulling my kids out of school. Absolutely. And homeschooling them and private schooling, whatever how, I how want. Many, what percentage of that's, Armenians, that's just why, Armenians, that's can That's what, do what I just doing. said. That's what I just said. It's not about my kids. Overall. It's about overall the community. And not just Armenian kids. Kids in general don't need to be taught. doesn't matter you're liberal, conservative, left, right, center. But the problem doesn't is the matter. liberal community wants their kids to I be taught I understand they bro. do. But this is... Look, and the, they're the louder community. All No, they just seem loud. They're Not in numbers. They're just loud and vo- well, uh, volume. Yeah, they are. Yeah, because they kick and scream. And yeah. yeah. But the, the one basic thing I remember growing up as a kid was every class we attended on the top, there was treat everybody as you'd like to be. Others like you'd, you'd like to be treated. Golden that's Rome. all, yeah. all you got to teach these kids, man. I wish that exists today. You bro. don't need to teach them about anything else. Like, we've talked about this so many times, dude. I have never seen a kid 
ask a question of why is that person that color? Why is that person's hair purple? Is that kid gay? Is that kid transgender? They don't. They don't ask these you questions. You let the kids be kids. The only way they start asking is by by you starting to teach them what to look for, and then they become racist and prejudiced and everything else that society wants them to become. And oh, well, we'll see, we have uh, you know systematic racism. We have this. We have that. See, you know, what, you know, you know what's funny. Uh, one one of my one of my colleagues that doesn't work at our brokerage outside of our brokerage, uh, we were chit chatting about the show, and I asked him. I said, "Let me ask you a question." I'm like, "And answer answer this honestly, as honestly." I'm like, "There's no. It's just you and I. We're having coffee, chit chatting." I go, "What's an African American?" You know what he said? <laughs> he said it's a black person. I said, "What do you mean a black person?" He goes, yeah, an African-American is somebody who's black, somebody who's basically, you know, darker skinned. I'm like, so uh, so what about what about Egypt? What about somebody like Elon Musk who's from South Africa? Oh, yeah, Ford's, yeah. Um, is, that, is Elon Musk black? And he goes, no, That's no. a really well, bad example because well, well, you need to look into South, America, uh, South Africa's history. Well, no. Well, Elon Musk is African-American. This what? person... Yeah, well, technically he's African American. Yeah, I mean, technically, like, you know. but let's be realistic. I, yeah. Well, see, that means colonize the people. God, no, I sure, get well, it. Sure no, 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 I get it. But at the end of the day, he's African American. But people have basically taken African American and basically turned it into if you're from Africa, if you're African American, you're black. Yeah, and another thing is, like, none of you teach your kids. No, more importantly, and to elaborate on it's, that, bro, this is this goes back to basically saying it's it's geography. Teach your kids geography. Well, geography is used for the most like insidious and it affects the people that you're trying to help and it makes the people that you're trying to make less racist, more racist. If Armenians like this is one racism exists just to separate us. Yes. And the thing is, Armenians never raise their kids to be or say, oh, we were genocided. Turks hate us. Um, Or, you know, Americans never said that about like. Because you were from this situation, you can't advance. You can't, you know, you have things held in front of you. You have roadblocks. I think the worst thing you can do a, to a kid is kill whatever motivation and drive he has by telling him, look, you're different. Because of that, you're going to have all of these. Because the thing is, that I look at America, I see who's successful. All of society is control. Yeah. All of society. From doesn't matter if you're Armenian, whatever part of the world you're at. Yeah, you could you teach your kid control from the second they're born. I mean, the, you that's mold good because them from the second they're yeah, born. because that's who what leads, you need. who lets their kids just grow up by nature. Yeah, well, high, well, yeah, like do. yeah, you don't want your kid to be like a wild animal. So yeah, like, when, you, you want when, you, when your kid yeah. steps on the table and jumps across the couch, you say, "Hey, we don't run on the couch." Yeah, well, yeah, but yeah good parents, parents, let me give you. Let me yeah. share some statistics so you guys see how. When you say there's, you know, there's plenty out there. 1,300 members are in GUSD Parents Voices, okay? 1,300 members. 1,300 members, okay. And there's clear... Concern. Data? No, no, no. Um, Posts that show the curriculum, the meetings, everything. It's like... The curriculum? The actual curriculum? No, no, no. no, no, Not the curriculum. Like, posts about the conversations they've had during the meetings and what what they're protesting against. You've got, like... You know, 16 likes, 7 likes, 10 likes, yeah. 8 comments. 1,300 people are in this group by choice, 
okay? Yeah. Not by force. And you can't even get half of the people You liking. can't get 12 people to show up. This is this is Fuck. this is the thing, bro. Like and and I say this because I remember when I remember when Jay and I it was April of 2020 when Jay and I organized to do a protest in front of Garcetti's mansion in LA. Oh my We God. had how many like I think over 2000 members on our group. Yeah. Bro, like, less than 30 people showed up. Yeah. JJ no, showed up bro. with a subway sandwich <laughs> thing. You want to eat this on the hood of my car? Yeah, you've got 2,000 people. Like, you, you think, okay, at least, you know, maybe 5% people, will show up. So, no, because again, yeah. it proved everybody wants somebody else to do the hard job and then for them to yeah, yeah, no, enjoy that's great. the victory. You know, that's that's, that's pathetic, though. The fact that you have 1,300 members there, bro, active yeah. members, yeah. meaning. People These are invited and you accept yeah, it. Yeah, you accept it. Correct. So you're you're basically you're part of the movement, quote unquote. Right. But it's it's hard for you to click a like, it's hard for you to click a share, it's hard yeah. for you to go out there and speak about it. I mean, I don't know. Well, let's like let's apply no. it to wiseness. You know how many people come up to me and say, Oh, I love your show. I'm like, Do you like and comment or subscribe? No. Bro, uh, the uh, how do you all explain my, that? My closest no, friends, it's a different dude. story. No, it's different. No, think yeah. about it. People are willing to listen, but they're not going to get involved. No, my I have, I have friends that from I, far I away. They're like, cool. That's fine. Bro, so when the Arizona Armenian Church on Facebook posted a picture of like an empty church on a Sunday, they were like, "Can you guys please start coming to church? Like, it shouldn't be this empty." You know, yeah, this that. I got that was when in I, I don't know if you guys saw like all my church posts of like going to like the Phoenix church and whatever. The reason why I started doing that was a because of yeah, I felt guilty that a church that I went to growing up and I didn't grow up going to that church. I went to the community center next door because the church uh, church wasn't built when I was a kid. But the point being is I saw that I felt a great amount of guilt and I texted all my friends. I said, "Hey, are you going to come to the church with me this Sunday?" 95% of them said yes. Yeah, I'm down. Or yeah, uh, I think the only ones that said, they didn't say no, I don't want to go. They said, oh, I'm busy. So come time for us to go. And the first week, a lot of my friends came. A lot of the people in the community came because I made a lot of posts about it. I was like, guys, come on. And if, as soon as you let off? Bro, as soon as I... Back not, to empty. Well, this is the problem. So at week two was I when I met our friend who we got some whatever potential help to Armenia for. And uh, after that gonna be honest like i took a victory lap i was like this was literally why i wanted to do this church thing and i already got like results out of it sick and i stopped posting about it i would just go for myself and yeah i would notice everyone else would stop going so if you want to see any sort of change happen like with those um marches or showing up at someone's house obviously it has to be if it's you wanting someone to do that it has to be you to do it and then the one more important thing on it is like, I stopped expecting, like, I told my one of my Armenian friends, Hayastansi, me and him, we always make fun of each other for being, like, Barska Hayastansi, whatever. And, uh, that's another issue we have. That's like not, but honestly, as I've grown older, I think of it as good because, it, like, it, it breeds a certain level of competition, like, this certain, you want a sense of humor and you it's want the these stupidest, different. Sorry, man, it's the stupidest competition we can come up with. It is, but it also, it's a thing that it adds. When we can't compete with the enemy, we compete within ourselves. It's, it's not like, com- it's, it's not competitive in a way of, like, hatred. Look, I mean, it's I, like I, a I, thing of one-upsmanship Ma- almost. Matt, think of it, bro. Like, my parents are from Iran. Yeah. My wife's from Beirut. Yeah. Grew up in Canada. My kids are born here. I was born in Armenia. I had yeah. all of them within my family, yeah. right? But to me, there's every Armenian is a brother or sister, nothing more. Even the worst Armenian, when yeah. I see the 
trashy ones we have in our community here. Yes. I love them too. Why? Yeah. Is John considered a brother or sister? What? Yes, John is definitely, even though he's a liberal, whatever. It doesn't matter. Because he has offspring. I always look for the offspring. Because three, four generations down the line, I'm hoping. I think my question went <laughs> over your head. It's okay. Okay. That's fine. But uh, you should have said Matt's question. Sister. Yeah. Matt's <laughs> question. No, but like my. Uh, I'm back to like the main point. This is what I wanted to get across. Look, we don't need all Armenians to work together. We don't need any like massive group. It's Andrew Jackson said it best. He goes, the. I'm so sorry. The courage, or no, I'm sorry. The um, bravery of one man stiffens the spine of others. So it's one of those things where you have to like, and what you see is wrong with the Armenian community and whoever's listening, whatever you think that is, whether it might be too conservative, too liberal, we're not active enough, we're too active. And you just have to like attack it yourself. That's our biggest problem as a community is, yeah, we sit around and we sort of hope and we wait, someone else does it so we don't have to. But nothing feels greater. And this is what I told my high Nancy friend about the church thing. What is he saying? No, John's just picking on Armon. <laughs> okay, good. But no. Uh, Armon's an eggplant. Oh, nice. Is that what you meant, John? <laughs> At least it's very clear what I identify as. I mean, no, trust me, we don't want John to send anything else besides the eggplant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, go for it, man. Sorry, go no, for it. No, but no, like my um, my entire philosophy now is whatever I want, like I want Barska Heist to be more respected, more, you know, like the less jokes. So I'm going to post the memes. But like I told my Armenian friend about the, or I mean, I asked Nancy friend about the Armenian church thing and my idea of going back and whatever. And he was like, why are you keep doing it, bro? And like this and that, whatever. And I go, because I know it eats away at you that a Barska High is going to save the Arizona Armenian church. He started like laughing and stuff. The next week he showed up. You yeah, know what I mean? So it worked. So yeah. You look right now, the most important thing for us as a community, we have to maintain our sense of humor. You guys help that a lot because once you lose your sense of humor, you lose your sense of humanity in a sense. And that's something our enemies don't have. Like being a part of this whole, that's why I think the virtual world and this meme thing is so important, especially to Armenians is because you talk to an Armenian 14 year old kid now and you see the memes and the content he's posting. He doesn't view himself as a loser because this kid has seen so many people post about how proud they are to be Armenian, so many Armenian memes and content that, like, that's how you essentially win these young people's hearts. No one's reading. I could sit and write 20-page articles about what all my thoughts and opinions are. No one's going to care, but, like, a good meme or a good podcast. Okay. Yeah. So you're talking about memes, right? Yeah. Do you know who owns memes.com? I don't. Two young Armenian brothers. Sick. I know who they are. Have you ever seen them post anything Armenian? No. No. That's Do they want you know. to know they're Armenian? Do they want me? Well, they have no choice. I know. Okay, but do they want the public to know that they're Armenian? I doubt I it. I highly doubt it. Yeah, I highly doubt it. It's crazy. It's fear yeah. of getting shut down and censored. Yeah. It's bigger than that. Because you well, know, no, it's also you lose biggest. a big market. Yeah. You lose a big market if you come out as Armenian. Like I feel like Turkey and I'm Azerbaijan. Sorry. Every wouldn't, Armenian. Like, your product be as. Every successful Armenian I've heard been asked that same question they say it has helped them and not hurt them in russia till today it might hurt you but i don't think being an armenian in america hurts you in any way no apparently i mean it seems almost like a conspiracy theory like it was made to almost corrupt and like ruin armenian youth but the yes, armenian yes. celebrities i see in america they're all people i would not want if i had a kid emulating any of them 
Of course. There's not a single Armenian celebrity, maybe that David Dare Petrosian guy, or uh, what, what? David, Patrick David, David? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have a last, Armenian last name. Yeah, him. He's not Armenian. He's, he's the like last name is not Armenian. Not Armenian, last name not Armenian, but whatever. Point being is, all the Armenian, like, full celebrities and, like, our artists, music, whatever, these aren't people that I necessarily would look. And, I mean, not that any culture or anyone else is putting out anything of quality or substance. I mean, outside of, like, a few internet you know philosophers and all this everything else to me is trash other than your guys's podcast so literally it's one of those things but especially with armenians i think it's very weird that the two most influential people in america who are famous for absolutely no reason other than just being who they are are two armenians that again one of them not the best example for girls if i'm being honest and that's my own opinion sorry to anyone online who disagrees and the second is dan bolzerian as a man i say this i don't want my son thinking being a gambling addict with 12 altar you know what i mean like girlfriends is like a cool way to live life or something to aspire to i think to. that's cool as shit what you talking about <laughs> i'll talk after the show edgar publicly oh jeez that's the man i'm sorry man i'm a fan you wish <laughs> three hours in three hours in boys now we've got so many comments and what are they opinions saying? What are the and saying? well Majority, obviously, our viewers will agree with your points. And then you've got the likes of some of the left that think we're complete idiots for thinking there's some type of an agenda where liberals are trying to indoctrinate our kids and our f- and future generations. But 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 it's just when Netflix, when Netflix when Netflix pays the Obamas millions of dollars for to the, for them to produce and make shows you, and John. things and all of that stuff, what it that and then doesn't pay the Bush family or any of those like any politically right fa- or anyone on the right well, is not Bushes represented not, on any. Anyways, not right. Yeah. So but, no, I. But but here's yeah. what you have to love. At the end of the day, look what happened to Netflix. Yeah. Oh yeah, the stock is plummeting. Yeah. I mean, look what happened to Netflix. At the end of the day, you 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 know when they as cliche as it is, you go woke, you go broke, right? Yeah. I mean. Why all this? Sh- this is what I don't understand. Why is there, even even amongst just in our own community or in our own town, not just within the Armenians, but community meaning, let's say Glendale, Burbank, or Pasadena, we've got such a, why is there such a divide as to why the teachers don't need to be involved in teaching them about, you know, their private parts and anal and the Kama Sutra and all these things? I, and and yeah. why why is there such a like the, forget about politics forget about Trump and Biden and Obama and every anything Clintons forget about all that we're talking about the upbringing of our children yeah. and and yet we can't even come to a consensus on that that's what's concerning to me is are are both sides really that far fetched and that extreme and that stupid where we really even on this once the most sensitive topic that's that could that could pretty much eliminate the human race if we continue this right at the rate we're going reproduction rates are so low right now that the human race could poten- is potentially in danger of being becoming extinct yeah, eventually well, not well, to be the a conspiracy theorist but they're saying this the whole agenda behind this is depopulation well right now we're in a decline of population right well no and this is one thing that and it's one way of knowing the media definitely and politicians do not care about you as a person or they 
could care less and they want to focus on their agenda more than actual humanity suicide in america is skyrocketing around especially around people my age like 18 to 35 year old men are committing suicide in record numbers Why? i have two you friends know what associates what's associated with that a lot of it is actually diet a lot of it is culture a lot of it is like the the entire look men right now you're not doing what you're meant to do naturally exactly exactly and also it's a thing of when your entire like as an armenian i grew up with this sense of pride and i knew who i was and i had that strong foundation yes. but my friends who aren't armenian or who are just white they grew up being told you're a piece of shit and you're a racist and the stuff that not even that your ancestors necessarily did because i don't even know what the percent i think it's like various it's like two to three percent of americans were actual like wealthy enough to slave, be slave owners. owners yeah but the problem is the guilt is spread evenly and douglas murray brought this point up in a speech he says why is it that we only hold the west accountable for these types of actions like slavery and human mystery when the ottoman empire for five seven hundred years was one of the worst most brutal most you know slave trading empires why do we only in especially in america uh, talk only about western england is this horrible country america is a horrible country this that look at what canadians did to like this but we because never they, talk about because they pay to wipe it off of their history books and they, they, yeah. and they and exactly and, yeah they yeah. pay to wipe it off of their history books yeah and they entice tourism and bring people in low oh, look what great people we are yeah. look at our culture look yeah. at our look at our land oh here here's here's some kebab stuff their stuff your face and shut up do you see how even if you're one of the most backward cultures that you literally stole your entire culture from another people, how even if you have just a modicum or like a tiny bit of national pride, now you're going to advance as a country. If your people don't hate themselves for who they are, like how much better? You want to hear, you want to see something? You, have, you ever, have you ever met an Armenian who isn't proud to be an Armenian? I have. I've who? met so many Armenians, bro. Who aren't proud to be Armenian? Bro, that they will talk. Yes. I, I don't say that. I, I can't necessarily speak for them. I have never met an Armenian who said, fuck, I Not hate that being you Armenian. Not that you met, but look at that. Like, well, I keep bringing that piece of shit up. I forgot his name again. This Alexis. Time. Yes, oh, Alexis. Well, where the fuck is the Armenian? No, no, no. I'm saying, Edgar, listen to what I'm saying, bro. I'm saying, have you I ever... I have seen Armenian there. stop. You seeing something is different than what I'm asking. <laughs> I'm saying, have you ever met an Armenian who isn't proud to be an Armenian? Have I met an Armenian? Yes. Bro, the guy has a cognac line. You know what the name of his cognac brand is? You know Let what him it make is? money off. Do you know what it is? I don't give a shit to know about it. Nice. I don't care. I don't give a shit That's what happens problem. to That's your problem. You expect everybody to do things. He's not doing it for me. No, no, no. You expect him to do, like I said, he's created a platform. What Hovik said, or not uh Hakob said was, well, you know, the left has overrun even Reddit's uh, sub-Armenian. Subreddit, uh, yeah. Subreddit, yeah. Th- that's that's fine. Social media so is fine. all like that. That's what social media is today. Well, it's going to change as of tomorrow when, once Musk takes over Twitter. But so That's what we should talk about. We will. But but the the point is that at least there's a platform. You haven't done that. None of us have done that. I mean, yes, we have our platform here. But it's nowhere near the reach Reddit has. So the guy has a cognac brand called Shahmat, very exclusive brand, okay, very limited production. Is, Again, it, is, it, is that a project he was doing with uh, Serge Tonkin, right? I don't remember who his partners were. But no matter what, don't expect him to show up in L.A. on April 24th like Adam Schiff does. 
Okay. That's a good one. <laughs> I mean, the, whatever whatever he does, the fact that even a small percentage of people know that he's Armenian, he is the founder of Reddit, that still speaks volume, in my opinion. No, and He doesn't yeah. have to donate, you know, like go to Artsakh and show up there and, you know, fill up vans with uh, military tents and goggles and all that. He doesn't have to do that. Whatever he does, however he contributes, I just mean, respect yeah, it goes for back, that. It goes back to what I was saying. Have you ever met an Armenian who isn't proud to be an Armenian? Oh, no, like, okay, going to be honest, yeah. No, I'll never... Who I've said, never fuck, met. fuck, I can't believe yeah, I'm Armenian. Yeah, I've never met an Armenian who openly disrespects or um, speaks badly. Or I'll say this. I've met several Armenians that will be negative in private conversation towards Armenians, will, like, talk shit about it, all of that, but... Publicly, I can't say that they will because that's the thing. Look, is talking shit is different than saying exactly that. I'm not proud of being Armenian. So yeah, you're right. But I've my, never, no, I've never met it. No. And and I don't care where you are, who you're with. When two Armenians meet outside of Armenia, outside yeah. of call it their fatherland, as Stepan Partamian says, where you're living, yeah. you they meet outside there. It's this different connection. Are you trying to give yeah. William Saroyan us right now, Arden? Yes. Well, no, he's, 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 he's very <laughs> he's, poetic, he's, man. He's, 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 he's ab- that's a- absolutely what it is, man. Dude, we were in Jamaica. We met an Armenian couple there. We were like, holy shit, Armenian! Bro, yeah. Literally, yeah. And you know, bro. some of us see an Armenian on vacation in Cancun, and we run to them, and then there's Armenians. They see another Armenian on they in Cancun, away. they yeah. run away. Yeah. There's a bro, difference yeah, there, no. too, up it. Bro, I was in a Starbucks. I'll never forget it. I was in a Starbucks in Phoenix, and these two guys are speaking Armenian behind me. And, you know, I was, like, 19 probably at the time, and they were in... But, you know, this is... I had just moved to Phoenix. I was, like, in the Phoenix Armenian community. I was very happy. I just wanted to be all about Armenians. And I was at the Starbucks, and these two, like, you know, 40-something-year-old, which, I, you know, it's probably their age more than anything else, uh, they start speaking Armenian behind me. I'm excited. I turn around. I'm like, oh, my God, Dukaya, Kuban, like this, that. I'm like, oh, like this and that. Like, I'm like, what did they say, Kuban? They're like... Oh, we're from LA, US when Uban. Like, okay, like love, have a good one. Like, not like seek theater, but in a way, like, all right, yeah, have a good one, bro. Like they grab the cup and go, like, we're not trying to be your best friends, bro. You're like okay. But to but you it was exciting, right? To me it's exciting because this is the thing, like I always say, to Glendale, to people who grew up in Armenian communities or in Armenia itself. We don't appreciate it. You have no idea. I go, you wanna really love Armenians, you wanna be more Armenian. If you're Armenian living in Glendale, move somewhere where there's no Armenians, and then that's when you'll get your true value or the sense of like how important your community is and that's to keep going tarantino back to my point why when la armenians go i need to leave here i want to go to texas i want to go to uh florida wherever i go bro that's great and we would love to have you but please don't dilute this community and make it so that in a hundred years there's no arizona armenian or there's no armenian communities in america it's just like one or two random churches here and there and like this sad thing of like you know, you're just a few old people trying we to. Don't, hold we don't want to end up like the Assyrians. No, no. We're headed there. It makes me. There's okay. So the Assyrian Chaldean Glendale is actually Phoenix. Like the amount of Assyrians and Chaldeans that you meet there, they're great people. Love them. It's a good thing to have if you don't have Armenians because they're very culturally similar to us. But yeah, you see that in them. Where like, I mean, this isn't in all cases, but like. Assyrians will have that nationalistic pride and they'll like love it and they'll whatever but because they don't have that homeland and they don't have that one real community like they have the, they have more pride for Dearborn Michigan and the Detroit Pistons 
because obviously that's all that like what country do they have to point to and whatever and so like that's that goes back to you need foundational important things you need buildings you need borders that defines who you are that that makes your great great grandchildren know my people are special you know what i mean so what about twitter <laughs> are we gonna touch on that real Dude, quick let's do I'm it i'm excited yeah what are you excited for to congratulate elon bro. i matt, mean matt i i got i looted ice you can have mine some too <laughs> i can share my covid with you we can do a covid party oh wait, wait hold on yeah so, so so something interesting happened this yes. morning obviously uh elon musk became a majority shareholder of the majority shareholder well yeah well yeah that's basically what it is or he's the owner tech majority he's he's a shareholder okay he he basically okay look when people say he bought twitter for 44 billion dollars no he didn't really buy twitter for 44 billion dollars he bought 44 billion dollars worth of twitter shares so that is the market cap though uh I don't think it's the is it the market cap mm-hmm. because I know they were saying they were readjust so they were hundred percent owner of Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's why he's even talked about privatizing it. Yeah. So, so you tell me you can't go and buy a share of Twitter right now? That's what I'm not certain about as far as what's going to happen. To check no, you can you can buy share, Twitter shares. You can buy Twitter shares. So what's basically happened is Twitter gave them a uh, a market value as far as what Twitter is worth. And it was the number was forty four billion. So he bought forty four billion dollars worth of. I, I think stock. he paid like two dollars over. Two dollars over. over. It was price? it was fifty fifty two. He paid fifty four per share. Yeah. yeah. So that's what it was. Ima, that, that's that's what was the one thing that was confusing to me was like, okay, so if he bought all the shares, can I buy Twitter stock? TD Ameritrade, Robinhood, all major stock platforms, you can still buy it. So that's why it was more of a he is a majority shareholder. But. Here's the thing. In order for him to be majority shareholder, what does that mean? That they increase... But he already was majority the, shareholder. No, he was 9%. Which made Sa- him a majority No, Saudi shareholder. Arabia, uh, one of the princes had about 10 point something, 10.2% ownership. But if anybody knows this, the answer to this question is, does that mean they're increasing the number of stocks now to be distributed? Because otherwise, if he's buying it and privatizing it that means if you've got ten thousand dollars of twitter shares then you should get a ten thousand dollar check or you know whatever whatever it is a payoff you get a payout where now he privatizes it and he owns it just like a private company yeah fully as as in it's not public because otherwise that means there's 44 billion dollars worth of stocks plus he put another 44 billion does that mean he Doubled the value well, of see, Twitter. See what happened was as soon as Musk started tweeting about him buying Twitter stock, the stock started going up. Yeah. The stock started going up, so they were like uh, a majority of the shareholders and the board turned around and they told uh, the CEO. I forgot what his name was, but they told the CEO, "I think it's a great time to cash out. Yeah. Let's sell it." And they said no. So his offer but was he had rejected. other options too. The CEO had other options. Yeah, but again, either yeah. grow a pair or sell it. Yeah, and then and then the, it continued to rise. The stock continued to rise, and they made a board decision as far as yeah, this is but this is what we're doing. From the comments, it seems like what's going to happen is once it completely finalizes, which is going to take some time. Yeah, because right right now he's a 
share. He's he's a major. He's a. It's a publicly controlled company. It's still publicly controlled. It's not privatized. Uh, he, it's not like he went into a store and he paid for it and he acquired it. Right. He is. He bought all the shares. That's basically what it is. He might, what'll happen with the market tomorrow? It will go up. Will it go down? So I don't get that process. If someone didn't sh- sell their share, how did he buy so that I share? Think, I think what may have happened is they may have taken the, let's say, million shares and kind of Diluted. cloned it. No, cloned it in the sense where he bought it, but it's going to take time whenever the deal actually finalizes and paperwork is complete because you got to go through the SEC and, you know, there's not just a... Uh, here's a Jan, John Hancock and, you know, we got a deal, right? Yeah. Once that happens, then I'm assuming the million shareholders, let's say, will just get, get the payout and he becomes one-man show. It's his company. He does whatever well, well, he wants. Well, no, there's basically, if you own Twitter shares, so, so basically, yeah, you're right. It is like kind of like a cloning thing. So if I own X amount of Twitter shares and I decide to cash out, there was, I, you're still responsible to be paid out for your shares. Do you get what I mean? You cash out, those, those shares are gone now. They, right. Now they belong to him. That clone is basically gone. Right, but but everybody's not going to sell out at the same time. Well, hell no. Yeah. And but what, he has control to devalue it, too, at the same time. Well, he... he well, you'd have to no, be- the valuation is based on... Well, company think about news it. He, and how many people are buying and selling, right? Can't he, can't he just add more shares? Which but, would bring the value for share down? But that dilutes it. Yeah. Dil- dil- you don't it's diluting. Do, you don't want to do that. It's not going to no, benefit him. No, no, it him. could benefit him. No. 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 Not if it, he wants no. to privatize it. No, it won't. Because remember, it took it literally took him two to three weeks to figure out how much Twitter was worth in order to basically yeah. let it go. And again, this was something with the board members, with the CEO. They sat down. They said, okay, what what is this thing worth? Yeah. Because, see, Andre, Andre thinks Elon Musk is not the savior that... He portrays not, to be, or I no. don't believe he is. So, what, oh. do you, what do you think is going to happen with Twitter? I yeah, don't know. Uh, I honestly, but overall, as far as Elon Musk, I think Elon Musk was on the side of literally saving humanity. Yet he came to a point where he said, "Can't beat him, join him." Yeah. No, no, it's so in, in what way, bro? The guy sold sa- like this is one thing I don't AI. understand. AI, the selling satellites to Turkey, where he knows full well, like that's the thing, government is not the most brightest like that's the reason why when edgar said oh name me somewhere that we've gone and we've made it better like i said post like maybe korea everywhere we've gone to we've made it infinitely worse because we didn't know any of the history or culture there yeah and we just went in like eyes blind guys like elon musk are smart they're very methodical they know all the results or all the outcomes of their decisions both financially and morally he knows by selling satellites to Turkey what that means, the ramifications of that, like the death that's going to come from that. He was fine with it. The guy you can see from like older videos, he just wants to be cool. Yeah, like see, that's why he smoked weed on Joe Rogan's yeah, podcast. See, he's still that billionaire that was a nerd that desperately wants to be cool, and he'll get involved in any business or like. He's a, that, he's a genius, bro. He's no, he is genius. too. Oh, obviously. See, Anna saying with $44 billion, couldn't he make his own? Why make your own when you're buying the biggest social media platform out there? It's basically everything is done for you. Yeah. You have all these celebrities, all these influencers on there, verified, checked off, yeah. all these tweets, all this information handed to you on the silver platter. Yeah, what he, he's, could, well, he could start it with $4 billion. Well, Trump started no, it. No, bro, no, no, no. The Trump's- amount of money that it doesn't 
it takes to start up a social media, whatever website, it's not a lot. But what is the problem with truth, with gab, or with like all these all new? It's not even just servers. People don't want to use them. They don't know. They're not familiar with it. There's these set like, you know, after MySpace kind of Facebook tried to solidify itself as like, oh, we're going to be the only social media platform. And then kind of Twitter and Instagram are kind of now. It's this like ever evolving, ever moving thing where if you can funnel billions of dollars into a social media company, it doesn't mean it's going to work or that people are going to use it. No. And and Twitter currently has like 220 million users, active users. Yeah. So would you ever accumulate that many no. users? No, no. Look at Truth Social. Truth Social costs three point five billion. Yeah, three point five. It's not very many. I'm and sure, not, in like less than like or. Uh, it's could, ve- yeah. and not only that, you don't get the caliber of users no. on Truth Social compared to Twitter. Yeah. See, what Musk is going to do is basically, and this is ba- this is going based off of whatever what everybody's talking about rumors, quote unquote. Um, the censorship is going to be gone. Is going to be gone. No one is. No one's tweets yeah. are going to be removed. It's going to be freedom of speech. Do you Trump really will. That? Trump. Trump will not come back. You don't think so? Trump's not going to come back. Trump is. He's too invested in Truth Social for him yeah. to come back. And there was a statement out that he said that he's not coming back to Twitter. Yeah. He, there. There. There's no. Uh, which would be stupid of him to be honest with you, because if you're going to be running in 2024. Yeah. You want to be back on Twitter. You want to use every platform. You want to be using every platform. You really don't think Elon had a conversation with Trump? Well, I'm sure he did. Even while we're... Well, because because Elon has been wrestling with this idea for some time. 100%. So, and it's not, you know, a few weeks ago when he bought 9%. It's been a couple of years he's been wrestling with this idea, especially when they took Trump off the platform. Yeah. So I'm sure they've had conversation about this and... Uh, oh, his ha- Trump's hand is in this, hundred percent. So then, why for for him not to come back? I, I don't know. Again, I don't, this is I, a I statement. see your logic, but I I don't. That's your statement or Trump's no, statement? Trump stated that he's not coming back. I look. It's not. I'd be surprised if he does. You, 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 exactly. You're talking about what? What did he have? Like seventy million followers? Could you, Forty million could followers? You, could you imagine if Trump comes back and the first thing he tweets is like? I'm back. back, bitches, or something. Oh, bro. <laughs> bro, literally, like, it would, the, it would Twitter, shit Twitter, it'll blow up. Bro, okay, this is the thing with Twitter and all that. It was a dying platform for years until Trump started using it. Like, Trump is what essentially made it a $44 billion. He made it that, because, no, tr- look up how little the engagement was until the 2016 election and, like, a little bit before when Trump was really going off on Twitter. It was a dying platform. You and really the, think so? Oh my god, bro! I like look the some of the companies I work, some of the things I've like done as far as like political, like the memes and all that, the stuff. We never would look at Twitter as this is where we're getting our new content, or this is where you would only look at tweets when it was a tweet that was made, screenshotted, and then put on Instagram. Well, I mean, it was more like, of like a. It, it was more of like, what's controversial? What's what's no, no, this no, no. ex? It what's became, this celebrity saying? Yeah, and it was and that a lot was of the it beginning. was and there was a lot of yeah that was in the, and then a lot of Twitter beefs that basically people were going back and yeah. forth at each other. Trump's was more of a everybody and every everything the, from the media to Twitter to Facebook Instagram everybody was talking Trump 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 Trump. As soon as he was out of office, yeah. that now they're like, okay, so what are we going to talk about now? 
Well, I read the ratings are. I don't know if you heard about CNN Plus. It's, it's, like, it's, uh, 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 CNN Plus sh- shut down. Bro, they're being slaughtered in the. Ra- I think um, they're like obviously now podcasts are like the biggest thing, but there's like average middling podcasts you've never heard of that get ten times the views that CNN does on a daily yeah, basis. Yeah, it was. It was you know a, I, know, like I saw. I saw. It was a joke. The numbers were a joke. They shut down. The Bro, CNN Plus is yeah, gone. Yeah, like they, it's one of those deals where look, and it's like why you guys are successful as a show is because no one wants to anymore. It's what. Tucker Carlson is the only exception to this. He's actually like brave enough to actually say what his own opinion is that hasn't been fed to him of this is what your opinion's gonna be. Yeah. And he has skin a game. He literally goes, I have kids. I don't want my kids growing up in a country like this or in a country that does things like this. But outside of him, people want honesty and people want some sort of thing. They can't they're not gonna get that from CNN anymore. Yeah. Don Lemon, all those guys, they have something like pre planned to say, guys like you. That we watch because we want your opinions. And remember, those guys, Tucker Carlson, uh, you know, Don Lemon, all those guys, they have brilliant writers as well, man. Oh, 100%. 100%. They have brilliant writers. Those 100%. guys, they, they have they have a massive team working 24 hours writing material for them, getting them ready. And yeah, obviously, they'll put in their two cents, but bro, this is, for us, it's just the three of us. Well, we've got, we've got comments stating that. You think it's the three of us. But that's right. bigger, bro. There's actually people listening to what you're saying. No, no, no. As far as the the information we provide, like Tucker Carlson and all those guys, they have a major writing team that supports them, that get, gets them prepared for the show. We uh, don't. Why are you, you downplaying me, us? Bro, I'm your executive bro, producer. You're not. <laughs> look at everything you all get. All right, guys. Look at your paycheck. Fo- follow, us, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> Arno, your paycheck, the limousine outside, yeah. the casting couch. All of those are not enough for you, bro. The casting couch wasn't free, Arno John. Not we enough. paid good money for that. Guy. But, but a lo- some Shit. of the commentators, uh, comments coming in is that Elon is also planted. Yes, that's part been. of the agenda. Yes. Okay, so if, if we look at it from that perspective, who isn't planted then? Who's independent? Anyone. Of Name f- me one independent person that has more than $200 in their checking account. Two hundred dollars. Well, you know what I, I mean. mean. You, me, and Arno, I guess, independent. <laughs> I have one hundred forty-seven, <laughs> so I don't count. Okay, but who? Two hundred two, right? Name now. me one person. I overdrafted. <laughs> 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 no, name me one person that you don't think is planted in that case. That's that's. Bro, I mean, that's a problem with these. Let's entertain that idea then. No, 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 bro. Because great, no, that's, it's a great question. I'm still trying to fathom your question because it's a conspiracy theory. So there's no such thing up there. Okay, you've got so then all the the top billionaires in the world. Yeah, you've got how many now? Like twenty four hundred billionaires. Do you think Patrick Bet David? Nina said it. That's a good one. Do you think Patrick Bet David is planted? I don't think so. I think that's organic. Patrick Bet David is nowhere. Patrick Bet David can't even pick up Elon Musk's wallet. That's not a comparison. Yes, but he's known. So what? Joe Rogan is known too. Well, Joe Rogan is. Joe Rogan has. A voice, but doesn't have the power nowhere oh, near Joe Elon Rogan. Musk does, or Bill Gates does, or the Google founders, or the Zuckerberg, or all these guys, Larry Ellison. My point is, are all of these guys planted? Because they control everything, Huge right? Huge majority. Facebook, yes. Instagram, YouTube, it's all controlled by them. Yeah. Hollywood. So are they all planted? I mean, are large we, majority. The thing is this. Then why did so? Then what is the agenda? The the agenda is for Elon Musk to buy Twitter right before midterm elections, 
fuck things up even more so for for the Democrats or w- what's the plan? I don't understand. Yeah, because like I don't. Cause I don't like I've always said the Democrat and the Republicans are one of the same to me. <laughs> actually, no, 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 Edgar. They this are is the actually, same. No, I'm Jeez, glad he brought man. that up. No, no, no. I'm glad he brought that up because this are. is actually no. This is like let me get this last point out and then Great, we can end the show. It. But oh, Edgar, this is an attack on you. It. Edgar, this is going to be a respectful attack on you and that's your libertarian fine, that's values. Fine. Art fine. thinks it's because we're gonna get chips in our head, so that's the plan. With I mean, come on, I mean, uh, whatever, but this I is just I, I just want to ask you this: Who besides Tesla? Name me something else that Elon Musk was known for. PayPal. Exactly. Yeah. That's a lot. Something a lot that's of people don't know. SpaceX. Yeah. SpaceX. The boring PayPal. company. Bro, there's huge. You can't. You <laughs> they're can't. All billion yeah, they're all yes. billion-dollar companies. <laughs> I'm ready, bro. Elon Musk created. I'm not kidding you guys. Elon Musk created. Online payments. Yeah. He revolutionized it, bro. He created something where you want to buy something online, or how am I going to pay you? Elon Musk has yet to create anything, Alfred. He's always brought in the right people to create. Bro, but in a way, no, I respect He's a fucking genius, bro. Bro, Of course he is, yes, but he's he's a genius at bringing the right people to do the right job. He's amazing. So who's created anything? Aliens. Who's created created anything? Aliens. One person that's created a lot. One person that's created something. Name one person yeah, that's yeah, yeah. you created a company that you no run. like Facebook Tesla whoever like who name me one person that's created something then Mark Zuckerberg did a new shit he brought in the team and so okay so, so who cr- so, okay anything. so who created the MRI <laughs> who created the MRI some Armenian cat no he didn't it was a bunch <laughs> of guys that just came in and created it and he took advantage of it who created the color television oh, yeah, okay, okay, another Armenian cat no he didn't <laughs> okay. it was a bunch of guys that just came in and he just got credit for it is, who created is that true. Alper, that's is that what, true? That, that's what your logic is saying no, no, right no. now. Okay, My even, logic even is talking with, about this specific even with thing, Apple, not you about know, that. What, what's was the, the brain. Wasniak was the brain. Steve which one? Which one? Amazing marketer. Yeah. Okay, so okay. What's that's hard, exactly okay. What what's saying. harder to create, an MRI or PayPal? Alper, different eras, different. So, which one was harder to create, an MRI or the PayPal? Program. I think MRI maybe. MRI so, for sure. so, so then why why is it that the MRI gets credit but Musk doesn't get credit? Of for something, some, okay, for okay. something that's Brother, easier. But I'm saying that's different, completely different beast. Art, a lot He's of a, a lot of businesses get t- tax subsidies, bro. I mean, look at look at Portos. I'll give you an example. Portos Bakery, okay. Burbank offered Portos a million dollars of tax benefits to open in Burbank. So they took it. If you think, or now they just opened up Northridge. Northridge. I mean. And I'm talking about this n- small scale. Any of these companies you that move a certain place, look at uh, uh, how much did uh, Glendale offer Caruso for the, uh, was it $1 lease or something on the land? Yeah. And then the parking, some revenue goes to the city or there, taxes go. There, there, was a, there was a portion of the parking that basically would go to uh, the city. And uh-huh. then after 50 years, the parking structure would be delivered to the, to the city. Which, when you think about it, it's like okay, the life of the concrete. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when it's it's useless. Yeah, the, the structure city. itself, but like it's like oh my god, really? So fifty years later, you're gonna deliver that? Con- you're gonna deliver that structure to the city of Glendale after fifty years? You know what's gonna happen, right? Then the city of Glendale is gonna be responsible for either re- bringing it up to code in fifty years yeah. or bringing it down and to make a new one. Ninette says they offered Northridge offered five million to Portos. There you go. And Portos is much bigger than what we see. I recently saw a humongous on one in Anaheim. We're working on it. We're working on it. Oh, yeah. 
almost there. Going, wait, what's going on? We're almost there. Are you talking about you? No, 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 no. no, no, no. Uh, we're, we're, we're almost there, as in opening the portals. Oh, jeez. Your order is ready. We haven't gone this long for a while. I'm, yes, I'm glad this was fun. Yeah. Was it a good producers meeting? But everybody actually wants to see perspective of how tall he is. Can we at least stand next to him so yeah. people can see how tall? Or one, you want to stand next to him? We're all no, okay. okay, all okay. Of us? I'm not. It's, me standing next to him is not fair. I'm five six, bro. No, we're leaving that for next show. Are you and serious? End of the year when I come back to promote something. <laughs> no, no perspective. No, we're not gonna do something live right now. You want to do something live now? It's gonna Everyone ruin it next knows. time. The, it loses. Okay, the you magic. Got, you, let's go. Let's go dramatically. Let's go. You, Ed, and then me. As in what? Like we stand up yeah, next yeah, to yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Or you guys want to do all three of let's us? Let's do a group. Like uh, what do you guys want? You want to do group? a group hug? Group hug. Group. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. You we should guys. do something. Uh, you guys do you want me to hold you up? up? Okay. Let's. Okay. I'm five six on a good day. I'm just playing some music for. <laughs> Look at this. Love you guys. Tall Armenian on Instagram. Follow me. Yo, your head sticking off the camera, bro. All right. All right. All right, All right guys. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you so much, guys, for joining us today. Uh, Matt, thank you. Uh, that's a... Uh, that, that, that's the way that, that was the show. <laughs> that was a wet one. Uh, guys, follow us on Instagram. Follow Matt on Instagram. What? 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 I'm ending the show. And you're ended. Just say bye. How many more seconds? Uh, nothing. Yes to click it. Ah, oh, yes to click it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. You're humongous, bro. <laughs> How much longer? Nothing. Yes to click end. Yes to click end. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Love you. Follow Daily Memes. Peace. We'll see you guys next Call week. Call Armenian. We'll see you guys next week. That was a COVID oh party. Hold on, we're gonna come back. Gonna come we back. are back. Okay. Okay. Two hours of show. No, up. we have to. We have to do a proper ending. We have to do a proper ending. All right, there we go. With the All right, it's our first show. Yeah, it's our first show. Uh, all right, guys, have a great week. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next week. Yeah.